We gotta talk about it. Now, I know 2021 just started a couple weeks ago, but with all the craziness going on, respectfully, we gotta hit the reset button. You're officially tuned in to season one, episode one of Ladies Uncensored Vision, the podcast. Top 10 moments of 2020 recap. Let's get into it. Let's see. Before we jump into the recap, they don't really know us, so we're going to have to introduce ourselves. Mm, so, you that's know. That's okay. <laughs> right. So, we talking to them like we know them, but TT, you want to kick it off? You want to let them know who you are, where you from? Like, what's the vibe? What, what you what you bringing? TT. Right, right. <laughs> in time, y'all going to know my name. My name is Sahara. Y'all could call me TT. I was born and raised in Spanish Harlem and Ooh. Spanish Harlem. Guantanamera. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to do it. Yeah, that's on clowns. Respectfully, don't shit on, on Spanish Harlem. Anyways, I've seen Justin majoring in criminal justice with aspirations to become a lawyer. Um, outside of school, if you don't find me in a pageant, you'll find me running my own pageant called Miss Undeniable. Feel me? Businesswoman, future lawyer, all that. That's on period. On period. <laughs> Where can they follow you at, TT? Oh, right. Follow me on social media at slim underscore dot slim with two M's dot underscore underscore. I'm going to pass it off. Where, Instagram? On Instagram. Got on you, Instagram, got you. So make sure you follow her. All that. I bet it's my turn. <laughs> Yo, it's me, Caitlin, a.k.a. Beyonce on a good day. I'm 23 years old. Yes, I'm old, but fuck you, respectfully. <laughs> um, I just graduated from St. John's University with a Bachelor's of Science. I don't plan to do nothing with that, but we're going to get into that bag on another day. But I'm my aspirations <laughs> are to become... <laughs> My aspirations are to become a model and expand that into film and fashion. So hopefully y'all will see me on the next Vogue cover, but that's due in time. But where are my girl Crystal at? Because it's her time to talk. Y'all know the vibes. Y'all know the time. I'm playing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, y'all. So my name is Crystal. I'm 21. I was born in the Bronx, raised in Queens. Um, Currently majored in biomedical sciences and minored in chemistry. Oh, she's at smart. John's University, yeah. So, um, I plan on becoming a pediatric surgeon, but I'm still interested in venturing into the business world someday. But for right now, we'll stick to the sciences. More of the story. We're all trying to collect that bag. Hello, hello. Wait, wait, hold on. Where can they find you, Crystal? Where can they find you, Caitlin? All right. Caitlin, you go. Oh, um, I think I said it before, but it's at Instagram. She is me underscore KP. Get that down now because I probably will change my username real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Find me on Instagram and on Twitter 
add saluted to a vision. So y'all make sure y'all go add that. And make sure y'all follow in the podcast Instagram at oh, Uncensored Vision the Pod on Instagram. On Facebook, on YouTube, on all platforms coming soon. <sighs> but you said we about to tap into <laughs> to <laughs> Yeah, I got a little hot. I, I got a little hot. I'm not gonna hold you because it's you a lot. T- 2020, you got a sigh because this <laughs> <laughs> this shit was ridiculous. Nah, it didn't even. It, the crazy part is, it didn't even start in 2020. It started in 2019. Let's talk about it. Are you referring to Trump or are you referring to Corona? I'm I'm referring to Trump. I'm referring to Corona because I felt like I had that shit last year. I'm weak what? before 2021 even started. Hello? That's why I didn't get that shit. Because I was everywhere. You had the get it. She said I'm she had the corona. We all had the rona. We all had it. We? Not my body. <laughs> you didn't know, know it yet, but you had not it. Not my body. Not my body. My body good over here. You tripping. Nah. We all had it. Respectfully. <laughs> nah. But. But we already knew how that was with Trump withholding the information. Because he already knew what was happening. Of course, he didn't want to tell us because that, my, um, in my opinion, that man is ignorant as as fuck. But Uh-oh. it is what it is. Um, we gonna get back to Trump because that's a whole segment in itself. It's, but it's really the impeachment for me. It's the impeachment uh, for me. Two times. Two times. It's the impeachment last year and the impeachment this year for me. Hand him that peach and the apples and the pears. Let's get him out. <laughs> The way he moved, I wouldn't be shocked if. <sighs> don't say it. Don't even manifest it. Don't. Right, right. We're not even gonna put that. But twenty twenty was just the beginning. Right. After that, what we had? We had Kobe. All right, Pete to the goat. All right, and his daughter. And his daughter. And his daughter. Do y'all and I feel like damn, I feel like I feel like we always say R.I.P. to him and, and his daughter, but like there was mad people that died in that car. The That's a crash. fact. We just don't know their names, but respectfully, <laughs> shout out to y'all. R.I.P. to y'all. No, I said shout out to y'all. My fault. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> y'all know what I'm trying to say. Damn man, she said shout I out. We jokes. Yeah, we jokes. Damn. Who's after? Do y'all Wait, remember like where was, y'all was at? When I, was that gonna, I was just gonna say that. I was, in the house. I, was I was chilling. I wasn't doing anything. Then my phone started blowing up. And you know, like on social media, a lot of times, like they act like celebrities died, but they really didn't. So I didn't want to mm-hmm. believe it. I didn't. Right, 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 right. I did not want to believe it. It's a sad case. Yeah. I I was in my bed, just woke up, had the bonnet on, everything. The first thing I always do when I wake up is watch the shade room. So I'm like, all right, going through the shade room, looking for what's what's tea, and then I see Kobe dies. It's sad, and I see and I see headlines: Kobe dies in a plane crash, and I'm like, oh, yeah. And then I was next to my boyfriend, so he's like, what's going on? I told him, homeboy started crying. I was like, ah, I didn't want to wake. I didn't want to wake up this way. But Man. yeah, it it was definitely like impactful for a lot of black men, and that and I mm-hmm. like found that out, and I because mm-hmm. I did not know I knew Kobe, I just didn't know what he did his accomplishments. His significance, so, right. yeah, he's definitely right. a pivotal um person for a lot of black men and women. But I can mm-hmm. definitely see why people really loved him. I had huh, I was working 
I was over at Friday's um, bartending, and the news was on. Mm. So first I get a call from my brother. He's like, yo, turn turn to the news. Turn to the news. I'm like, what happened? He's like, Kobe's in a, a, plane, ac- a plane accident. I'm like, oh, what? Kobe? Kobe who? He's mm. I'm like, where was he going? Like, what's what's the tea? Mm-hmm. They trying to figure it out. So when it was happening, it was just happening. I was like, oh, I hope nobody else is on that plane. I immediately right. thought of his his wife. Right, right, right. right. He got kids. Like, God forbid, both of them. You know, but yeah. it was just crazy because like there was updates every two minutes. Like you had to mm-hmm. keep refreshing mm-hmm. to see what was going on, and it was just like because I because like I was hearing he was in the hospital. He was this. He was that. So I'm thinking, okay, he's alive. He's just in bad condition, right. and I didn't even know his daughter was on the plane. So I'm like, oh my god, like this uh, is just this is just too much. I remember when they announced because before you know they didn't announce that she was on the plane. They just right, said like right. this potential people on the plane. So mm-hmm. when once I was like, oh, like two times, like nah, that's so D. Like I was very, very, very shocked. Man, very I shocked. Mean, and he was only like forty-one years old, I believe. He was very young. young, very young. Just retired, just started enjoying the bag the right way. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Lakers, the Lakers had to bring home the chip for him. There was no other way. Oh yes, that was that was definitely a great moment. That was definitely a great moment. No other way. LeBron had it. He was, he was on the mission. But we gonna we gonna talk about that later. We gonna talk about that later. (laughs) Facts, facts. (sighs) After that, we got hit with pop smoke. Back to oh, back. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. Back to back. Cried. I cried that day. I think I think Pop Smoke was really one of the most like most emotional celebrity deaths for me. And I think it's because he was so close in age, so relatable. Right. He was right. just growing up from Brooklyn. Like he just oh, RIP to the boo. No. He me. just he just gave the vibes like I can hang out with you like you're like mm-hmm. you're just cool like his energy I don't even know homeboy and I was just like right. I feel like you're my friend mm-hmm. and his and his music always just pumped you up so like he was he was that man right there it's so it don't make no sense he was he was yeah and shout out to Fifty Cent for making that album because mm-hmm. we needed something we needed music I mean he he filmed a couple. A couple times with the cover, there was like some memes on Instagram. Oh, with the cover. Wait, he was playing with us for a little bit. I was very like, <laughs> I was disappointed. How dare you? Pop he was playing with us. That and was with the. There was problems with some of the features. I don't know her name, but there was a Spanish feature that everybody was mad at. Oh, you like, talked the original. Uh, I think the remakes had. Uh, give me his name. Uh, Burner Boy. Oh yeah, the, the the new remix they put Brandon Boy right. in. Fuck that girl's yeah, yeah, yeah. name, but politics um, and music—that's a whole other story. <laughs> a whole oh, other story. Oh, Pop Smokes was crazy. There were sadly there was a lot of deaths. Like we can go through the line, but like I think those two definitely stuck out. Like those because it started just, it all at the year. Yeah. When it peaked. How Kobe died? I was like, oh, I hope this year is not one of those years because the last time we had that was 2009, and we lost a lot of people that year. Michael mm-hmm. Jackson, hold up, mm-hmm. but we ain't gonna go back to 2009. Yeah, we ain't gonna but... talk about that. <laughs> but 
Rest in peace to Pop and Kobe. Because it's, yes. it's bad enough that we had celebrities dying right after that. We had our own people, people dying. The world. Yeah, mm-hmm. from this pandemic. Where oh, was y'all all at when Corona happened? Let's talk about Corona since we're here. <laughs> well, Let's we all go to the same school, so... I, I was ready. I was happy and I was mad because I was like, shit, yes, we don't have class. But then I was like, oh, we don't have class forever? Hold up. Hold up. We could, I was okay for a good two weeks, but now y'all mm-hmm. telling us to pack our bags and go home. But ugh, it was a lot. Some it was definitely to just a lot. Pick up and go. Like, I was like, whoa, like, how? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right. That was like, we live here. So it's it was a little bit easier for us, but there's some people that right. we know that had to. Catch a bus, catch a plane. Plane, got it. Some people are international. Right. I, they were not playing with internationals. They were like, you have to go now. I'm like, right. hold up. Wait a minute. That's that's different. That is different. Unfortunately. But right. really killed me about the pandemic was the um, shortage of toilet paper and paper towels. I didn't realize how much I really needed those we until. Are a joke. <laughs> I'm gonna tell until... you why. Because human society feels as though when something, something like this comes, they feel like the end of the world is coming, and it's like, relax. Right. It's a pandemic. Right. It's time to take a step back from being in the crowd. You know, tone down a little bit. Get your mind together. Uh, stay in the house in which did y'all really stay in the house because social yes, media I was popping they was outside I'm not yes gonna I lie. did <laughs> I went I out here and there the yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay like but I think March, like March to like May y'all was March outside. to May March okay. to May definitely to May yeah yeah and it's because, because it, like go ahead go ahead oh, oh no you're good you're good yeah go ahead talk no I was gonna say when when it first started, I wasn't really jacking it as anything serious. As the months went by, I'm like, um, they're going to find something. It's, it's all right. I started ordering my summer clothes, mad oh, online shopping. Did I wear half of it? No. No. <laughs> we're going to try this summer, though. Yeah, try. this summer was definitely, this past summer was definitely a dub. And there was so much room for, like, potential. But it was mm-hmm. like... So I was right. like, yeah, we gotta, we gotta stay home. We gotta I'm stay home. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't have a bad quarantine. I, I found time to like enjoy myself. Right. I feel like people our age, you know, the youth, up, up and coming, doctors, singers, artists, photographers, everybody that's tapping into that venture or wherever they plan on going. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was time for us to reset. Sit down. Get right. Let's so. actually, let's talk about it because them STEMI checks is what propelled my business. I know a lot of people who were just spending them checks. A lot of people who mm. were saving them and flipping them. The flipping got it because cash, <laughs> cash up, it was up. The Zelda. They don't know about all that. They don't know about all that. <laughs> With that. It was all over social media. I'm like, can y'all use it for something good that could, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. start a business, something. Yeah. Not everybody's on that type of time. As, especially at our age, that's the mindset we, we need to tap into. Because a lot of people are living for now. We at an age where we need to start looking at our futures, actually working towards it. Honestly, oh, I, 
Oh, okay. I was going to say, honestly, I'm proud of our generation so far. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like, well, based on the people I've seen, mm-hmm. like, I feel like we're all trying to collect that bag now. Like, and mm-hmm. I'm really, I'm really inspired by a lot of people. Cause I, before I feel like we was just living in the moment, like TT said, but maybe I think quarantine was a blessing in the sense, like, it was like, we got to get our shit together because God forbid something like, something like this hits again, we're prepared. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm seeing a lot of people putting their business out, putting inspirational quotes, putting something that makes them happy mm-hmm. um, via social media. So I'm like actually proud of our generation. So go us, because I think we're, we're about to collect this bag. I think yes. quarantine helped elevate black businesses. Because like, prior mm-hmm. to, I feel as though I was already supporting many black businesses, even if it's just a close friend that's selling something as common as lashes, like, you know, right. but us being home, everybody's tapping, like everybody's tapping into something. So I was like, this was the perfect time to start something and actually keep it going. We're still in quarantine. That's a whole fact. I will say, mm-hmm. um, as a testament to which I both said, I was very, like, inspired by a lot of my friends, a lot of people on Instagram. Like, my journey was real, real wicked. I started off wanting to do eyelashes just because I seen every girl popping out with it. I oh. ordered a bunch of samples. Nobody even knows. Like, I was going to do that. I didn't like it. It was something that I didn't think I would continue. So I had to really sit down and think, like, what's something that I would love to do? Mm-hmm. And me doing pageants, of course, why would I not start my own pageant? and build that up so we definitely did that this quarantine i will say that so big ups to us that was that was a good one when i seen you with that i was like oh i'm proud of you you're doing your thing yeah i'm really proud of you T-T. Hello, oh, me. check me yeah. out yeah everybody everybody's tapping in i like it <laughs> no yeah definitely but um with every with all the good there's always the bad we had protests we had hmm. violence. Yes, because, yeah. we had as killers. much as yeah murders no listen listen um like that it's still going on but that moment for us was was huge like we were living in a historic uh, historical moment Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and shout out to us three because we did participate in in the movement in our own ways um which was so impactful for my for my 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 reflection of life. Like I realized that I had a voice and I had to use it. Yes. Um, it, you know, it's still going on today, but in those months it was just, it was life changing. Like, and it's also, it's just so scary because it's so real and you know, America. Yeah. It's the land of opportunities, but this shit is scary. Like it's really scary. So how did y'all feel during Oh, no, you're good, TC. But how how did you guys feel during, like, that period of time? Right. I feel like what's so scary about it is that it's nothing new. It's something mm-hmm. that we face every single mm-hmm. day. It's just a lot of people um, got to see the physical depiction of racism with somebody putting their knee on our necks. That's something that's been happening for years. Mm-hmm. Black people, yeah. minorities, we've carried this, like, America on our necks, on our backs for years. And I feel like even though it was a tragedy, it was significant to us because we get to say, okay, this is a time where we finally stand up and get, get y'all off our backs, make moves to actually to progress. And mm-hmm. I don't know, like you read about it in school and in the history books and years from now, we're going to be talking to our children about it. And it's crazy. I hope, I hope, 
I hope our future is much different. I really right. do. I could definitely agree with you when you say, <sighs> I was very taken back because, like you said, like, it's always been happening. It's not, it's just not broadcasted. Right. I think we realized that with the Trayvon Martin situation back in 2012, mm-hmm. we was just mm-hmm. like, well, why was he following him? It's just it, the smallest of the, like the littlest things right. that you could think you feel me could come out of a, a situation like that could, could turn into a situation like that. Sorry. Mm-hmm. It's like, right. how? Like, <sighs> yeah, it's definitely, yeah, it's, it's hard and to even see, explain. Yeah, yeah, you see how breathtaking it is, how like astonishing it is, but that's real life. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that's real life. Yeah. And it's crazy. I and I also think our ages and where we are in our lives, like impacted how we saw it because like now we're not in school. Like we're not in high school where we just hear about it through the grapevine. Mm-hmm. We're now like adults where we can actually like go to these protests, use our social medias. Like we were, I feel like this time we kind of have more control over what we want to say. Like we could actually use our voices. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. I think Because I'm, Oh yeah. You can go, what girl. took me back the most was when it was a regular day. Because I feel as though we never really told anybody the story of how we came up with, you know, the movement. Babe. Yes, this is with power. It was just, it was just, whoa. Like, how did, somebody texted me. That's how it started. Somebody texted me because I had posted a video and they was like, yo, you need to, you need to do something. I'm like, do what? What we, what we going to do? The most you could do is just make people aware. Like, we can't really do much. And then... I remember the way it happened. Hmm? It was, um... I remember the way it happened. It was, like, a late night. I remember I put the post up about black men deserve to feel safe. Mm -hmm. And and it was, like, it was, like, 4 o'clock in the morning. I woke up. And then you had, like, voice voice messages me, like, how you were, like, in the same moment and how you had to get it off your chest as well. Then we were we had a group chat with two with three other people, um, and we hit them up. TT was in that group chat as well, and I think you were like, "Yeah, we need to do something like today." Mm-hmm. And that's when we started. Like, it was literally a conversation that turned to a conversation that turned to a movement. Yep, right, right, right. And I don't think people think I don't think people know how simple it can actually be. Like, like when you have when you want to do something, actually do it. do it. Like it, I'm telling you, like you procrastinating it only makes it worse. Mm-hmm. You know, only makes it worse. So and you like, hold yourself back. You, you're right. stopping your own growth. I didn't think... I mean, I know we was capable of doing it. It was just the thought of it was like, what? A march? Did you right. see people mm-hmm. That was crazy. Yeah, y'all definitely did y'all thing on that. Y'all definitely put it together and actually executed. And it just showed how and much sh- like other people outside of us, mm-hmm. the mindset and what they wanted to do because they, they popped out for y'all. Oh, yeah, and thank you to, to all the yeah, yeah, everybody. I wish I knew all y'all names because it was a lot of y'all, and it really meant a lot—not just to us, but to the victims. Like that was just a beautiful moment, and I'm like, if I could hug one each one of y'all, I really, really would. But there's yep. so, yeah. you know. that was surprising. That was that was beautiful. Started a whole foundation. 
Right. Real quickly, sidebar, if I could take like a moment to speak to those listening, if y'all could be like inspired by what these two young ladies did, like they saw a problem and they did something to fix it. They did protests. Not everybody's going to do it in the same matter. I have a nonprofit with two other people where I'm trying to get to the youth and, and get them to be in positions of power mm-hmm. um, by wanting okay. to take take steps to in a career of law so it's just like whatever you want to do you see a problem there's a solution and it can always start with you so i just wanted to get that out real quick it's like a message that was really good teaching mm-hmm. really good. <laughs> so what is what else is on the docket like what else happened in 2020 it's so much that you Girl, can't even like really yeah. pinpoint um, what else happened I got you right now, cause oh, I mean to touch back on the movement. I had seen something that kind of threw me off. I started peeping how social media. Let's let's really let's let's talk. <laughs> let's talk. <sighs> social media was. Profiting and monetizing. I knew you was going to go there. You know I'm going there. I know you was going to go there. <laughs> I'm about to talk my shit. The fuck? Get into I'm it. Talk my shit. <laughs> Social media was really monetizing. Companies, big ass companies mm-hmm. was monetizing off of Breonna Taylor's name. Right. Singers. But who? Justin's still not serious. Not ready for that. <laughs> They're not ready for that. Okay, okay. I got a question to start it off so you can seg- segment into it. Mm-hmm. Y'all agree with the Black Lives Matter movement? Hashtag Black Lives oh Matter. Oh, my God. Jesus. That's the question. Jesus. <laughs> what y'all think about it? All right. Caitlin, I'm going to go last. You go. Yeah, I, was, I don't want to put my foot in my mouth, but... Hopefully this doesn't this doesn't come out different. This is facts. This is facts. But sometimes I say stuff and then it don't translate the way I want it to. So I'm gonna say it like this. I support what black black lives matter. The what's the word I want to say? Momentum. Yes, Mm -hmm. or the essence of it. Like I, I. It's more so I'm. I'm kind of like on the ledge of the actual organization itself. Oh, right. Um, I have my my pros and cons with the organization, but the movement and what it stands for, I support 100 oh. percent. But the politics side of it, that's where I get into a bag where a lot of y'all might not agree with me, but just know I support black lives. I support um, people who are of minorities mm-hmm. and I support, I, it's just, I don't it's even know how to really explain it. I hear you. Yes. Say, it's very complicated, I'll but say, you know, I hope you guys know what I'm saying. Right. I'll say we can all agree that we support what the words black lives matter mean, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. when it has come to be, we're a little shaky on. Mm. Right. 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 I think, when it comes down to it, I definitely agree with you, but I can't all the way say I agree with their mission statement. Like, I feel as though if there's anything out there that I'm going to support, I'm going to, you know, put a stamp on and say, yeah, this is something I endorse. I feel it's my responsibility as a human, as a person, as a citizen, honestly, to make sure that I know 
exactly what I'm out here endorsing. And I don't think Black Lives Matter is what it was supposed to be. Like the state, the state at which it's at right now, I just don't feel as though it's something I would stand for. I'm here for the victims. I'm just not here for like the Black Lives Matter movement, like the the actual organization, but I'm definitely here for the victims. I think people are going to understand the frustration that, that, that we have when it comes to that. Um, it's, it's, it's hard to explain, but hopefully people got what we were trying to say. And if anything, we can get comments and then we can go off there from what the audience feels like. But I really want to speak about Breonna Taylor because that, that situation, it breaks my heart. It honestly breaks my heart. Like, Right. For us to be screaming Black Lives Matter, I feel like her life did not matter in that moment at all. At all. Yeah. A woman at that, like, imagine being in a crib, booling, just cool. Thinking you about to watch a movie with your husband, your boyfriend, your mm-hmm. significant other. Mm-hmm. And all you hear is boom. Boom. Open up, open up. Matter of fact, when you watch the video, they weren't even doing all that. They just busted the doors down. Right. Yeah, there was no protocol. There was none uh-uh. that everything was thrown out the window. I know they claimed that like they had said who they were, who they were looking for, but um I know her boyfriend said that he didn't hear them. So they claim a lot. Yeah. <laughs> claim claim, claim lot. is the word of the whole case. There's a lot of claims right. in this case. Um Huh. Oh, no, I, no, I feel bad for her mother. That that's that's who I really be feeling for when it comes down to the victims, their, their families that are left, right? Right. Unfortunately, people who have kids, like like George Floyd, mm-hmm. his daughter, how how she goes to sleep at night. I mean, I wake up to my dad in my house every day, but she has to go to a a graveyard just to say happy birthday. That's mm-hmm. how I think of it. And I think in, um, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say like, um, what really bothers me is how brutal these stories are. Mm-hmm. Like Brianna Taylor's with just multiple shootings to the chest, like knowing she's, she's dead, but you continually still want to shoot, you know, trying to frame the, um, the boyfriend, like, and then George Floyd, he's screaming for his mother while he's dying knowing that his mother's already dead like it's just like what right especially like when there's settlements that come out of this like i think brianna taylor's settlement was like 12 million or so but a life taken Mm -hmm. in that way there's no amount of money that that can replace it replace it it's justice arrest the cops that killed brianna taylor is it's so simple. simple. I don't understand. I really don't understand. Like, oh, it's just like, what? I feel as though when it comes down to the settlements, I don't really like when family takes settlements. Right. I mean, yes, it it does something financially. But like you said, like, there's no amount of money in this world that could bring that person back. Mm-hmm. Right? You're in my head. I, I take it as though you're just settling with the fact that that person's That's gone. Exactly I'm just going to take, you know, however much money and just keep it pushing. But I don't know. I, 
I was thinking about it. I was like, would I ever, like, God forbid something happened, would I really take a settlement? Nah, I, I can't. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's blood money. That's how I think of it. Like, dirty money. Yeah. I feel like they take it because that's that's all the government is going to give give them with the system. Yeah. And I, I, I think the problem really is deep-rooted in things like that because, yeah, you gave them $12 million, The family is paid off. They'll be able to have a, a good life, live off of it. Mm-hmm. But the problem still exists. You still have a cop or cops, plural, because the system is more – there's plenty of cops like this who are engaging and who are engaging in protocol that's just not right. So it's just, there's no end to the problem when you do things like this. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, see, if he wasn't engaging in protocol, none of this would have happened. He right. wasn't following protocol. So right, right. it's, it, I feel like, I mean, that was one of the solutions in our, um, when it came down to the protest, that was one of the, the solutions we came up with, like more training. More training. And they, need, and they definitely need more screenings on mental health for these cops because I always mm-hmm. say cops are insane. Mm-hmm. Like y'all, y'all mental in my mind are are not on the wavelength of us civilians who are like mm-hmm. living a day. Like I'm just like, how do you like what? How? <sighs> and then another thing I, I'm about to tap into it real quick was like Blue Lives Matter. Okay, mm-hmm. oh, God. I'm. Anybody, for this one. Oh, anybody who Here supports that, in my opinion, I'm sorry, you're a sucker. You can come at you can come at me because oh. there, there's no I didn't I don't understand uncensored. I I have no respect for you. Listen, oh. my whole my whole cousin is a cop. I don't respect him. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Like you're 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 a punk. I don't I don't see I don't see what you're doing. And then, you know, there's the cops that are like, we're good cops, we're good cops. Mm-hmm. Homeboy, we're not talking about you because the system is mostly corrupted. So sadly, mm-hmm. we're going to have to put you in that bag of all of y'all. Majority rules in that situation, just like mm-hmm. you do with us. Y'all I see? I peeped it. You know what I'm saying? I peeped it when we marched. You remember when we got to the precinct? Yeah. TT, there was this, this black cop. Mm-hmm. I love him. Oh my, hmm. I, I could get him to kneel. He gonna kneel today. <laughs> Respectfully, you gonna kneel today. I looked at him, and from before, when we started the march, I purposely was near him. I'm like, I want you to see that uh, the whole community could come out and get you guys to understand that there needs to be a change. Right. So I'm near him. I'm looking at him. I'm like, hmm, I'm going to get him to kneel. So we get to the precinct. <laughs> we get there. She was plotting. And I start the speech. And when I finished, one of the superintendents started speaking. Right. So I looked at Caitlin. And I was like, I'm about to ask him to kneel. <laughs> she was like, go ahead. I was like, but I looked at him. I was like, you're black. I'm black. My father looked just like you. My brother is going to go up to look just like you. Mm-hmm. You don't see all of us about to take a kneel. As a black man, I feel like you need to kneel. And he looked me dead in the face and said, I'm sorry, I can't. My job. I'm like, your job. Wow. That's black. what I'm saying. Wow. That's what I'm saying. All skin folk is not kin folk. Oh, okay. No. Okay. You, I know what I'm trying to say. So he stopped. <laughs> 
that. He started with that. He was like, no, I can't. And I was like, all right. Everybody else started talking. You know, we had people asking questions. And then it came back. At, it came back. Came right back to him. And mm-hmm. I was like, I got down. I got down. And a couple people near me got down. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you got to kneel. While somebody's talking, I'm like, forget this. He's going to kneel today. I was like, you got to get down. I'm like, I'm talking to you. And he finally kneeled. Mm. And I watched his superintendent, a white man, look at him like, what the fuck? I'm like, yeah, he's black. Mm. <laughs> what the fuck? Fuck the badge. Because when the badge come off, you feel me? You're Man. just like me. Mm-hmm. That's that's why I don't respect Blue Lives Matters because I don't. I feel like their entitlement is like not even. I don't know what the word is. Like their entitlement mm. is a brag and it's a slap in the face. Right. Like it's not even of honor. Like I, I don't see it as oh my god. Like in a respectful way, I see it as you're putting shame on us. Like it's just because in that moment it shouldn't have shouldn't have even took that long for him to kneel. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like it's just like it's just really weird. The whole system is weird. It's just weird. It's not weird. It wasn't meant for us. Right. They set it up solely for them. Right. Until I feel like the black community comes to realization of that and comes to realization that they're African and that this country was not built for us. Mm-hmm. We're not meant to succeed out here. Mm-hmm. That's the reality. So until we come to that realization, we're not really going nowhere. Right. Respectfully. I feel like at the end of the day, like with, with the officer that you were referring to, like when he takes off his, his uniform, he's still black. Mm-hmm. Your counterparts take off their uniform in their way. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. And and they forget that. But um also like being a criminal justice major and having to take like a lot of um classes and learning about the police and their protocols and what they're supposed to do, what they're not supposed to do. I will say there are a bunch of close calls where like on our end, it looks like it was crazy, but you have to think of the safety of the officer. But within recent like murders, not even killings, the recent murders, protocol was thrown completely out of the window and mm-hmm. it was excused over and over and over again. And I think that's when you start to lose faith in cops in general, because yeah, there are good cops. One of, one of my, my close, um, she's not even like a friend, she's like family. One of my close mm-hmm. people, she's a cop and I, I hate going on Facebook and having a rant and her seeing this and I, it's not directed towards you, but when there's right. good cops that are not doing what they're supposed to do and not like mm-hmm. standing up and against those cops who are doing bad things. It's like, you get put in the mix at the end of the right. day. Like, unfortunately, yeah, this is a system. So you gotta, it's not about picking sides, but it's just, it's crazy. It's, it's too, too deep rooted, mm-hmm. way too yeah. deep rooted. I just can't see myself like putting that badge on. Like, and it's that's like the a sad part. Like a, that's the sad part like they're put here to protect us they're supposed Mm -hmm. to be community policing where we we see them we feel safe a lot of people see cops and feel fear and feel trauma my brother runs my brother runs when he sees the sight of a cop like he he's like oh shit like these niggas is outside (laughs) yeah why should a 17 year old have that mindset right yeah and And i want to just I just want to touch on what Titi said, because I, I, now I'm thinking about what I said before um, about my cousin. It's not that I, I do respect him. I, I think I did say I don't respect him. I do respect him. I just don't respect the job 
that he has that makes right. sense yes because right, right, mm-hmm. right. i like tt said there are people who are cops who are trying to enforce the law in a good way mm-hmm. or trying to protect it's just majority rules in this situation and it's also what we see so if we see the same thing happening more than once we're mostly going we're pretty yeah. much going to assume that is what it is right so just yes. to re-clear my my statement i do respect certain individuals i just don't respect the job or the yeah, badge or sure. the, what it it's entails like, it's like saying People with badges, they put their life on the line, yes. But people of color put their life on the line every time we walk out the house. Mm-hmm. And that's right. the sad part. Right. So it's, right. It's, it's a give and take. It's a, yeah, black lives matter, all lives matter. That that shouldn't be a question. That's, it's not a question. We're just- it's common sense, <laughs> honestly. But nowadays, unfortunately... You got to teach people common sense. You have to. You go to the dentist because your tooth is loose. They're going to knock out all your teeth. Come on now. (laughs) Come on now. (laughs) I don't get it. Like we look, well, not look to, but police enforcement is there to help people when we can't look at them for help. Mm -hmm. And that's just out here. Do y'all remember NSARS? I feel like 2020 really has a lot. It does. Back to back. Back to back. Back to back. We experienced it out here, and it was mm-hmm. broadcasted like crazy. Right. And, and there was support, support from all other countries, too. Right. Mm-hmm. So you know, that's SARS happened. What happened. Yeah, I was just going to say, because, um, Crystal, I know you're, you're African, right. and I'm African-American. One thing I did not like was how they were trying to divide the two. Mm. And, not, right. and, and mm. this is how I feel. And I'm not saying divide the two like one doesn't have to coincide with the other because in that moment, a lot of people were coming at me because I felt like um, I think I voiced that I've someone I reposted somebody's um, story who was African who felt like, you know, like can like you guys need to help us. Like we helped you guys during Black Lives Matter. Can you help us? And in, that moment, and in that moment, I understood it completely what she was saying. A lot of people were mad at me like, but we are black. We're all black. There's there's no dividing. I'm like, listen. We didn't. We didn't grow up like them. We don't know, really know about this type of they struggle. Yeah. Yes, right. like their their culture. Like I'm African American. I I know a little bit about it, but I'm not African to the point where I have a, a homeland or I can go to Africa and have brothers mm-hmm. and sisters and cousins. So there's Same. a whole different cultural gap in that. And they were here for us. Let's be there for them. So that was mm-hmm. one thing that really bothered me because I was like, we're not trying to divide us, but we're trying to say, like, listen, like, there's a problem here. So, like, can you come help us? And, and I think right. people misconstrued what that was really about because it was not about dividing anybody. It was like they need our help. And if, like I said before, when I started, I said, until we as black people, and when I say black people, I'm really referring to African Americans. Okay. I feel as though blacks in this country are now becoming woke. You feel me? Mm-hmm. You, uh, I don't know about that. You gotta, you gotta explain that. You gotta explain that. At this point, being African was not lit. That shit just became popping. Let's really talk about it. Y'all didn't like Africans. Well, not you guys, but you know what I'm saying. Okay, I will, I will say culture. this. I will say this as an African American. Mm-hmm. It's not that. We personally do not like Africans. And this is just from my experience alone. Right. When Africans see us, us as an African-Americans, 
Uh they kind of look down on us in a sense because we don't know where we come from. We don't have that like tight niche cultural, like it's very different. Like when I go to like, even when I get my hair braided, they look at me a certain way. Like, Oh, she's American. She's not, I'm black. Just like you. Like I didn't choose to to be put in this country. Like if I could have been home and knew where I come from, I would have, but they look as, Oh, you're American. You're not, you're American. Like I've always got that little like when I'm around them. So that's that's what I will say. St. John's, when I met a lot of Africans, it was a completely different experience. And I think that's just because like we're all growing up together. But outside mm-hmm. of that, definitely. Right, definitely. outside of that, when you have like Africans who migrated here, it's a different it's a different feel. I don't um uh, I oh I'm sorry. Sorry. You could go. Well, I was just gonna say I agree with TT because I am African American. One thing that I pray St. John was the diversity and adversity because like I did not know much about African culture and shout out to any Africans who are listening because y'all really brought me in and like, right, right. and like educated me on what it is that you guys are about. It's not just about the music and fashion. Like there's so mm-hmm. much more. And I think a lot of people exploit that. Like, it's just about mm-hmm. the, the fashion, the music and this, this and that. Like, like there's a whole historic, um, what's the word but you know what i'm saying there's a history mm-hmm. behind behind y'all and it's it was something that i was grateful to learn about but um i definitely think i don't know if it's the older generation but i can understand with tt i think a, a lot of older i think it's the older generation of africans who look down on americans that's mm-hmm. just based on what i've what have i experienced but the younger generation I, they're definitely i definitely feel included i wouldn't really say they look down upon but they do kind of like disassociate i wouldn't even say disassociate i would say okay from hearing my father talk him working out here for so long i think his problem when it comes to the black community is how they don't acknowledge that they're african that used to be the main problem. No, mm. nobody. Some people don't even like being called African American. Oh, yeah, they yeah, just I see what you're saying with that. That's okay. so. It's with the older generation. They think of it more of like accept who you are in order to actually like who you are or love who you are. Right. Mm-hmm. So enough to I think about it. That's what I found like that. But it's not like a you're black and I'm African. It's not. That's not the vibe. It's more of like acknowledge who you are. Yeah, right. I, I think yeah. I think our different insights on that alone just proves that like the black community is so is is far from being united. And if we could come together and just like put differences aside and understand that like we all are black, we all trying to just survive in this world, we could get stuff done. Like. I didn't even know. I didn't even know until like a couple years ago, like recently, that there was a black Walmart. Like we, I mean Walmart, Wall Street, Wall Street. <laughs> and it's just like, <laughs> and it's just like things like that. We need to really just come together and because we're powerful, and they don't like that, mm-hmm. and that's why there's so much laws and so so many institutions put in place to like disfranchise us and and. <sighs> It's just crazy, man. It's when you really think about it. And a lot of people don't know their history, so it's just hard to reteach it. You, you A lot of people are, are brainwashed, and that's the problem right there. And for I mean, it starts within the... Oh, I'm sorry, Caitlin. I was oh, just going to no, say it starts within, like, um, honestly, where you come from. Right. Like, and I'm not even talking about, like, motherland. Now I'm talking about, like, out here. Like, mm-hmm. your environment, where you're being brought up. Ignorance is taught. 
Mm-hmm. You feel me? It's not, you know, it's something that it's, it's, it's just taught. So right. if you grow up in a household where they're not instilling certain values in you, how will you ever learn? Right, right, right. Yeah. That is and true. for our listeners, like um, what TT said, if you guys are, are not um, up to speed on what Black Wall Street was, it was pretty much uh, an inst- not even an institution, like an actual physical um, building. And I don't know, how do I really explain it? But like there was, TT, do you know what I'm trying to, can you like give like a, Synopsis. <laughs> yeah, a synopsis on what Black Street was for the people who, are, who don't know. Are right, you gonna put me on the spot? Basically, there was like Black Wall Street in a sense where like there was a bunch of businesses and stuff, and it was burnt down, and that's when they built up the Wall Street that you know today, and and basically erased the history, and that's why a lot of people, such as myself, are just learning about it and didn't know about it before. So. Right. Right. And and a lot of a lot of this, I always say this, it starts in the school systems. Because mm-hmm. as black people, the history that we're taught that when you go to school, you're not taught to learn. You're taught to pass a test. All the mm-hmm. questions on them state tests basically was about white history, col- colonial I can never say that word. Colonialism. Colonialism. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yes, different things <laughs> different things like that. When you learn about like people who invented things. Very seldom do you hear about black inventors. Like we've come up with so much. And if if they would teach us that history, we would learn to appreciate who we are. We would love ourselves much more and not in order to move forward. Like a lot of people right. when they're when they're thinking of, of trying to be successful in this world, they feel like, oh my God, I gotta do it because you know, nobody, nobody I know has has done it. My family's poor. Like, no, like we have a history of of black people who've thrived in this world. You just don't know about that. It's not as yeah. hard, right? You know what's crazy? Um, one person a couple months ago when we had did like the lives like or informationals about what was happening around that time about Black Lives Matter. I don't right. know if you guys remember, but one girl was telling us how like her niece who's in school, how like in Texas, how now they don't call it slavery in textbooks. They call it vol- they don't call them slaves. They call them volunteers. Mm. Like, wow. That's crazy. Volunteers. Yeah. Like they changed. Volunteered. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what she told me that, like, that stuck out. I was like, are you serious? Like, they're literally rewriting our history and trying to, like, pat in and soften. got it. No, literally. So I'm like, I wanted her to stop me. But I'm like, you know how much that that changes the mind of a young person when they hear that? brainwash you. Like, that's just too much. And I'm like. This is how great greats come. Right. Black people were just walking around in this country, just not doing nothing. By the time we, my great grades come, that's what they're gonna be thinking. Like, that's and crazy. that's why it's our it's our job to educate ourselves and also right. educate our generation, our further generations, mm-hmm. because we can't rely on the school system like at mm-hmm. all. I mean, at some point, you know, they would try us with the little February. Oh. You know, they give us a month. You know Girl, that the, that one the shortest month of the year. Right talk about it and they would do you know activities every other day but even then they're not teaching the kids and because they're kids but even in high school they don't go into detail about like you said inventions black inventors mm-hmm. and this and they don't go into full detail they don't want you to know about that like that's hot uh, and it's, it's little things like caitlin said like calling us volunteers first of all let's get into the word slaves we were never slaves. We were enslaved. Like little things uh-huh. are, what, are what 
from young. They they drain and drill into our, our heads and it's our time to unteach that to the new generation. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what's crazy? I always think like I wish I knew what I knew like well, I wish I know what I knew <laughs> now before because I'm like I would have been that eighth grader like telling that teacher, wait, hold up, <laughs> wait a minute. Because like, you know, we're, I we're see young. It too. We're just uh-huh. kind of we're like we're young. We're just trying to pass the test. We're just trying to make sure like everything matches up. Because I feel like when I was younger, I was just making sure I memorized the information instead of understanding the information. You see what I'm saying? And Going up, it was just, I definitely was always interested in anything with black, just black. Mm-hmm. Anything. I know Malcolm X, the movie, like the back of my hand, like anything of that nature, books, anything. So I was always reading into stuff more than I should be. Mm-hmm. Back in high school is when I tapped into like, whoa, like, nah, I'm about to start correcting y'all. Y'all need to, you know what I'm saying? Any high school um, friends I have, they'll tell you, I used to correct my teachers in the classroom. Like, no, that's not what happened. This is what happened. And we all go back and forth. You'll be all right. <laughs> Just keep it. You'll be Fuck out of here. You'll be all right. Right. But you even doing that is getting your classmate to say, hold on. Sit. Right. It's the it's the lift mac for me. <laughs> I'm weak. To, real quick, cause out <laughs> go. No, I can't too. Nah, yeah. this is getting heavy. Like, yeah, this, about, this bag is too deep. This bag yeah, is too deep. Talking too about deep. black accomplishments, we're gonna get into like black singers because 2020 they hit us with the verses. Let's Ooh. talk about it. Yeah. Shout out to Swiss. <laughs> In Timberland, they did that. I, they Some really did that. I'm not going to shit on Ashanti, but oh, which one? That was the Ashanti. Yeah, I'm not. I'm I'm mad at her right now, but she said she's gonna come through. So we gonna wait. We gonna wait and see. <laughs> but so far, though. oh what? lord, <laughs> here, we here we go. Listen, <laughs> listen, Linda, listen. Hold on, you got. Y'all got Ashanti? Of course. Okay, okay. I'm okay. not Crystal, you may hate me because what? you know I love Ashanti, but, but. I, listen, I'm gonna have to <laughs> I, at first I came in biased. Like, I, I listen, listen. I came in biased because I know <laughs> both of their music like equally. Like I still got the CDs dusted off. Me so too. like same. I, I already know, but I was like, hold up. I got to think about people who really like, who just know like the radio hits. Mm-hmm. If we're going to go by radio hits and like, I'm not going to hold you. Keisha Cole's bag is a little bit more deeper Hello. when it comes. Cause Especially- even you got to think about it. She got, listen, we was eight years old. Men and women was eight years old. Looking in out the bags. window, speaking about in their bags. Like we had a whole man. Singles. You want to go by hits? Maybe. And it's a maybe because we all know Ashanti at some point got blacklisted. Like, I'm jacking that. Oh, that's she a was fact. supposed that's to be way bigger than Beyonce, respectfully. That's way bigger than Beyonce. Wait, 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 right. wait, wait. Oh, oh, you said, wait, 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 what? I didn't get that. I know, that last part. <laughs> you losing me, Crystal. You losing me a little bit. <laughs> she be starting a sentence off strong and then fucking up a day. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> this is the right. I'm going to give you. I'm Real. Right. Reality is, you break I'm not going to say. Wait, you break it up. Hold on. 
Is she too excited? So like, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, she got too excited. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Let's give like, let's give her thirty seconds to reboot because she's getting a little too excited. Yeah, she she gonna think about what she want to say. So let's give her that time. What I gotta say, respectfully. Let me mute myself. So I'm gonna let you speak. Hold up. <laughs> but she offended. Oh, that's why I forgot. Hey, Bay. So Jay, I said, what's up? Anyways. <laughs> I feel as though Ashanti came in at a time where, like, Beyonce was still doing Destiny's Child. Mm -hmm. She wasn't even, like, broadcasted as Beyonce yet. Ashanti was up there. You want to talk about it? That's a fact. Charts was chopping, baby. It was was topping. That's a fact. Her first album alone, almost every single went platinum almost that's a fact that's a everything fact. charted so if you want to talk numbers ashanti should have went way farther than the way we we think of her now when it comes down to keisha i love me some keisha mm-hmm. okay i want to hear this okay. i love mm-hmm. me keisha she gets me my bag the only reason why she really shot up outside of her voice being beautiful mm-hmm. and better is than because Ashanti, by the time she came in, Ashanti was technically there, but not there. It, it, it was like, it was giving Ciara. Definitely agree with the time point. periods. Um, Ashanti's like, um, like highlights were like 2000 to 2005. Mm-hmm. Keisha Cole, mm-hmm. yeah. Keisha Cole 2005 to like 2008 was like prime and Mm -hmm. I feel like and I feel like that's when we were like cause 2001 we was like 3, 4, 2 like we was more of age at 2008 you know 2005 belting them songs that's a fact cause I was going crazy so I think that's why people are really rooting for Keisha cause like we kinda like at that point we're of age where we were like not saying we understood but we was like you know it made more sense to us I mean, but, Ashanti's catalog is up there, uh, though. I don't but that's why there's such a debate fans. right now. Yeah. But because vocally, I do feel like both nope. of them are nope. up there. And I can't pick, but Ashanti is Ashanti. So I'll, I'm, I'm, it's that's Ashanti crazy. for me. I'm sorry. That's, Keisha Cole. That's the whole ex, though. When she did the, the ketchup and mustard hair. I'm not saying she's bad. I mean, I'm not saying she's bad. I'm saying she's great. Keisha's up there. Her, Jasmine Sullivan, all of them, they're up there. But I don't know, it's something about Ashanti, her innocence, her style. It's just it's just Ashanti. I don't know. I think also we root for her because she was low-key, like, she was supposed to be the Beyonce. So exactly. it's like, dang. It's like, come on, give her her flowers. But you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But that's the whole thing about verses that I love. Like, we be really getting into our bags <laughs> about, about this verse. Right, right, right. What was your favorite? I think that Teddy. Oh, mine was Brandy and Monica. Ooh, of course, you were picking. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> that was mine. Mine was definitely the the Teddy Pendergrass grass battle. Because one, because it was jokes, and two, because it was bangers back to back. That I didn't even know that they were behind the scenes on. Like they, they, mm-hmm. they have a great, great catalog. Wait, did you just wait? Did you just call him Teddy Pendergrass? I don't want to say Teddy, Teddy Riley. Teddy Riley. Oh my god, even, that is a I moment. I couldn't even say the Pendergrass too. I was stuttering. <laughs> I said, this, <laughs> I said this nigga lied. Not Teddy Pendergrass. That's why I wasn't coming out my mouth the right way because it was just wrong. They were. I had to Google that. I said, you had I one. hate you. So, Teddy Riley. <laughs> and baby face. 
Nah, Babyface was petty. Like, that man is hilarious. Babyface, him and Tony. Who y'all think won? Huh? I love him and him and Tony. I love that duo. They have an oh, album yeah, when, when they work together, it's, it's, it's everywhere. Right, right, right. I was rocking with Teddy, even though he had the difficult, um, the technical difficulties. Man. I was rocking with I'm Teddy because he had, he had a lot of more like um, genres of music. I feel like um, Babyface um, was the love making music. Yeah, oh, it, was, it was it was too much for me. I said, "I'm not with my man right now. You putting me in a bag I don't mm-hmm. want to be in." So <laughs> let's let's change it up. And Teddy changed it up. So I was I was rocking really? with Teddy. I like both. I think my favorite had to be Patty. Patty and Gladys. That oh, is the Let's talk about Patty. I didn't even watch it. Yo, not... Y'all probably gonna hate me. Let's talk about Patty LaBelle. I am. <laughs> Listen. You gotta put me on because I didn't watch it. So what happened? Okay. It was, it was, it was, it was interesting. <laughs> it, was, it was interesting. What I knew and I waited because I was I was like, I know, and I text Caitlin. I was like, I know everybody's about to jack Patty. That's I already okay. know, just because she's Patty. Mm-hmm. But reality is, Gladys sings way better than <laughs> Patty. I don't even know why that was up for right. debate. <laughs> right. Like, if you see it, I'm telling you, Patty LaBelle screamed the whole time. She came in. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the audience members, but that was dead what it was. Like that wasn't even yeah. like an exaggeration. <laughs> like what? I was like, oh hell no! Gladys would come in punching each time, just <laughs> just hitting them high notes. I'm like, all right, Gladys. Gladys, Gladys has more like control of her voice. Patty mm-hmm. right now is just they both look stunning. <laughs> They both look stunning, though. I was like, okay, y'all look good as fuck. Okay, yeah, I see y'all. The aunties got it, still. The got aunties it. got it, but the... Ooh, child, you gotta watch your TT. <laughs> nah, I need to. You gotta, you, gotta watch it with a, you gotta watch it with a glass of wine, because I'm telling you, you'll be on the floor. Oh, that you'll was a great night. Great night. <laughs> nah, man, I missed it. Damn. Outside of, like, the singing, when it comes to, the, like... Hip hop and rap. I feel like 2020 was a great year. Man. It really was. It was really some highlights. Like, I would say Dirk. And I've always oh, liked yeah. Dirk. People Dirk sleep is, on him, but he's, yeah. he's a vibe. He's, he's definitely there. a vibe. He's. Him and him and baby definitely carry 2020. Baby, definitely. baby did his oh, thing. This, this was baby yeah. year. This was little baby's he year. He definitely did his mm-hmm. thing Close. Uh, I was gonna, I was gonna say the babies, but um, oh, little baby, it was his year, but the baby, uh, oh, oh, that's he true. Had, he had hits. I don't just, I just thought he was doing too much. Like right. he was just throwing records out. Like it was too yeah. many, and I was like, hold up, calm down. Out that project he dropped was good though. Uh, Ashanti was, was actually on one of the songs. Yeah, it was good. It just wasn't like. His 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 past his couple albums. I felt I felt like, and that's the one thing about artists. I feel like when they're good, they just keep dropping music because like shit. Mm-hmm. I'm in my prime, so let me get everything out. But I'm like, hold up, you got it. It's it's time. Low key, this. Like, mm-hmm. you know. What I'm I feel like that's what happened with some of Megan's song. Like I, I bangs with Megan, but like some of her songs lost a little substance and was just <sighs> catchy at a certain point. I blame I blame TikTok. I really do. <laughs> I, I do too. Really I do. can see where you're coming from with that. I do too. 
Body yaddy yaddy. I hate. Hate. Oh, Lord. That I hate that I, I sing it every time it comes on. Right. Right. I was I was bumping it for a good two days and I was like, yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go. It was too much. All right, I'm gonna head out. <laughs> but shout out to Megan. I I'm not shit on Megan because Megan, you were doing your thing. The hustle Ooh. was real. Since we on Megan. We gotta talk about it. I like Megan. I think Wait, why? Why y'all not? Why? We gotta talk about it. It's not that I'm not rocking with her. It's just when you say Megan, you gotta say Tori right now. So we gotta talk about it. (laughs) Well, before we we tap into Tori, because I feel as though like, oh yeah, if you if you guys haven't noticed, we're tapping into not the tea. This is the real, because this commentary is about to get real controversial. I don't think. Audience is gonna like what I have to say about Megan, respectfully. Oh, wait, oh, no, wait, wait. Uh, <laughs> you might have two co two co-hosts instead of three. Hold up, don't say Uh-oh. nothing crazy. You like her? Uh-oh. Yes. You like Megan. Like you like her. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't I now Tori, the elf on the shelf. <laughs> let's the not talk about him. On the shelf. Oh my uh-huh, god. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm gonna be the mediator. We gotta talk about this. Go ahead. Right. Yeah, she's being there. Crystal, talk your shit. Talk your shit. No, no, no. your case. How you, how you, why you, why do, why do you like her? Go ahead. Wait, wait, are we, are we well, talking about, because, do we like or dislike her? The situation or, or her? Yeah. Like, yeah. well, for one, like I, okay, I was going to say before, I feel as though people just started noticing Megan's antics, but it started a long time ago, a long time ago. Like, she kind of came in on some bullshit. Like, that whole thing with Nikki, then the Cardi, then this, then g Easy. It was just a whole bunch of messiness. And then the big Tory situation happened. But she was already on Tommen. Demon Tommen. Mm-hmm. Okay. I see how that got overlooked. Okay, okay. Yeah. But you gotta admit she doing her thing this shit. Respectfully. She's doing her thing as a, as a, like, I don't want to say a businesswoman, but as a rapper, she's taking, utilizing the most of her fame right now. And she's just doing what she got to do to get to the back. There is a lot of messiness that it it distracts from her art, but it's just like, she, she's on top right now. I didn't, I wasn't really fond of her first project because I felt as though all the mixtape, all the mixtapes, sorry, that she was dropping was really up to par. Like, Tina Snow was on point. Right. But this, your first album, like, I was expecting way more. I don't know. Not the the list. I'm more so, like, the content. Okay. I was just like, like so then, this isn't, yeah. And compared to what she first came out with, is what you're saying. Exactly. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I don't know but if that- she couldn't tap into her bag or what, but it just wasn't, it wasn't there. Right. I can understand what you're saying, but one thing about the music industry, like, you only have but so much control. You see what I'm saying? Like, the head execs, when they (laughs) see that something is working, when they see something is working for you, that's just going to become your image. So, like, the sexy, talking about your da-da-da-da, that just became your image. (laughs) Da-da-da-da-da. Like, 
And that's why I'm not mad at right. her. I feel like, you know, some some people's projects, the first one is just what the label wanted. And then the second album or third album was more of what they wanted. Uh-huh. So I'm like, I'm going to give her some time. I'm not I'm not about to cancel her or let her, like, or put it to the side. Because I'm like, you know what? It's working. What you're doing is now. You got the bag. You got the fame. You got the, mm-hmm. the followers. So we just going to see where, where you go in life. But I'm, I'm rooting for Meg. I'm I will rooting. say this. As a person, I really mess with Meg, but... I didn't like how she capitalized over the off of the um, protect black women a little oh, too much. Cool. Yeah, that that mm. is where she kind of lost me in a sense because I feel like she really tried to profit off of it. I know she she meant it, but she overdid it in a sense for me. That's the one thing she that lost me. lost me at Tory. Like honestly, <laughs> she lost me at G Easy, but she really lost me with Tory because even till to this day, it just doesn't it doesn't resonate with me. Like it, I'm gonna be real. Look, we I'm don't still get waiting real. for the trial. <laughs> That's what I'm waiting for. Oh, we gonna get there. Oh no, we gonna get there because Megan she deserves her own little section in this in this podcast. She was getting crazy. Right. Nah, Megan, I got your back. I'm holding it down for you. If she's listening, listen, Megan. Get, hey, get your life. <gasps> Get your life. She got, she got her life. Get your life. No, when I say get your life, I don't mean it in that terms. I know what you mean. It's getting the back. I'm going to take that from her. Sis is getting to the back. I like that. I like money talk. It's how you go about your money is where you feel me. It get a little flimsy. Your brand, your name. Your brand, exactly. You can't just put anything out there with your name on it. And I always tell y'all that. Anything we touch, I always say, uh, if it's, mm -mm, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying. Right. What are you talking about in particular? Like her deal, the first deal that went wrong? I wasn't referring to the deal, but since you want to talk about the deal, for someone who is in college or was in college at that time, because she was in college, well, I think she's still studying. Mm-hmm. Personally, with how you know the music industry is, why wouldn't you take, you know, future precautions for a deal you know you're signing? Because, you know, once you sign, you're signing your life over. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I wasn't really referring to that. I was more so referring to how, you know, she goes about her brand. But, like, what in particular? Fashion Nova. Do you remember that incident? Did you guys hear about that? No. Oh, about the her how the ideas were stolen from the designer. Right. And she profited. Little things like that. Oh, like, it, you can't deny that the girl was telling the truth because there was emails. She had a whole video about it. I'm like, yes. oh. She's not lying. Yeah, she had the emails, all of it. I was just like, yeah, Megan, you looking real guilty right now. I mean, the only thing that could save her right now is if Tori, if Tori shot her. That's what I need to know. The extremist is just, did he shoot her? Do y'all think he shot her? Like, I hate he this shit. Sh- Let me hear. What y'all you going say? first, Caitlin? He definitely... Yeah, yeah, I'm getting right. her because we, ha- we out here defending Megan over here because... Um. <laughs> I'm not against her. I don't want y'all yeah, to we're think not that. against her. We're not against her. It's, it's conversation. I'm against her. I how she goes about certain things. But Go ahead, Kaylin. Um, <laughs> I, um, I definitely believe he shot her. My thing in the beginning was, like, what led to that? Like, I feel like the stories is all over the place. And I'm like... And the, the, the only thing that I don't like about the situation is Tori's accountability. I'm like, man, you shot her at the end of the day. Why can't you just say you shot mm-hmm. her? And then bygones be bygones. Like, it's just accountability right. part. You keep running away from the situation. Like, that's the only thing that's bothering me. 
like about that's why I call him the elf on the shelf because you mm. run away like a little elf. Go back to the North Pole because it's not Child. it's not Christmas anymore. Oh. No, he's really annoying me. Like he living his best life, and you just shot a woman, and you shot a black woman. So allegedly, that, kind of allegedly. that's where I get mixed up. Because at first, I was just believing Megan because Megan was my girl at the time. But when it gets down to the details, you see Tori at the top of his game, quarantine, quarantine, quarantine. Mm-hmm. <sighs> that man has, he's still doing every, like moving the same way he was moving before. Like someone who is guilty mm-hmm. of doing something is going to lay low or, you know, like I just, I don't know. It just, the way he's moving doesn't come off to me as guilty. And then like a lot mm-hmm. of things that he said, like the whole, like, Oh, in a surgery room, you're not allowed to take pictures. Like a lot of, a lot of the facts are just off. And I know Megan, I don't want to blame it on drinking, but I know she was probably lit that day. I know mm-hmm. she was lit. So I don't know. And then you have her friend. It was just, it's too much into it for me to just say it's black and white. He shot her. Maybe they were tussling for it, but then she's facing, like it was the back of her foot. So it makes you want to believe he did it. It's too much. Wait, TT, you study law. You that's know how many criminals. Like, you know how I'm many really criminals perform an act of crime and then act like nothing happened. Like that's just that's that's. But you have to think about it this way. Look at some of the collabs he's done so far. He's he did collab with Chris mm-hmm. Brown. Chris Brown all has a rep of um the the whole thing with Rihanna. Chris Brown would not put his name attached mm-hmm. to someone. You know, with domestic, that's the same thing. Well, he's not, Chris Brown is not dumb. So when you think of something like that, it makes me wonder, like, hmm. He's moving like he's... Can you hear me now? Okay, I love Chris Brown. That's, that was supposed to be my baby daddy, but things happened. <laughs> um, but... Chris Brown has collabed with other people who have been abusers, a.k.a. Fabulous, a.k.a. Allegedly Nas. So we're not going to be like, we're not going to be like, yeah, yeah, you, you, you excuse me about Fabulous? But, about Fabulous? Are but y'all serious? It's a difference. It's different. It's different. Yeah, those are two got, different you things. You Fabulous. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know the allegations as far as that, but I, it obviously was not mainstream enough for it to have attached, but this Tory thing is attached to him right now. So Chris Brown is not going to put himself. Crazy, what you talking about? He, he fought his his um fiance's uh pops. Who? He bought a tooth out. Oh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't hear about oh, that. That. that was that's what I'm saying. That was a whole thing. So I don't Excuse know. Crazy. I mean, allegedly, allegedly. But in twenty, you you got to think about the time period, like. Of, of how hot it is 2020 you have megan who's so trying to capitalize on protect black women chris brown is not going to go against that and collab with mm-hmm. someone who's the one who attacked the person who's standing up for protect black women like this is too much right. like he wouldn't do that so that makes me think like hmm he told you that Ooh. it's a lot of politics in it like Listen, to me, at first, I was like you guys, very gray. (laughs) Let me just give, let me give it it to you like this. If I, if a man wants to shoot you, honestly, if anybody wants to shoot you and there's a gun in their possession, nine times out of ten, they're going to shoot you. I don't know about 
at you. But you, you get what I'm trying to say? And it's not like he's not, I don't want to say he's in these streets, but he's been around the streets. He's, he's probably dibbled and dabbled, right? Allegedly. If he was to really want to kill you, he would have done it. Now, where I'm more so confused is, like you said, there was alcohol involved. So I don't know why everyone is really or was really so sprung on the fact that there was a gun sh shot off. If there's a gun in possession, there's liquor involved, you know the vibe, you know? You know the vibe. I don't even know why it was up for discussion. I personally don't think that if he shot her, if he did, it wasn't... Intentional? Uh, it wasn't intentional. Yeah, they were tussling for it. Because when you listen to the... the the details when Kelsey came out and uh, even that, like, I didn't tell you before, TT, that that was the main issue. <laughs> now we had this conversation. You, you definitely did. Like, duh, if you out here throwing cheeks back on your best friend's, you know, supposed alleged old, you, you, old work, mm -hmm. like, sloppy seconds, like, really? That's what we doing? Like, nah. Of course there's gonna be an argument. Like, duh. I don't know. So I, I'm actually. I can understand oh, you saying it wasn't. Oh no, I can understand you not say, you saying it was unintentional. I do. I do believe he did not mean to shoot Megan. I 100 percent believe that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he did it anyway. Something happened to where he the the trigger went off. My thing is he didn't. He's not holding his actions accountable. And the way he's moving, like after after Megan went on live and was like doing her her little cries and not little happened, cries. You, you know what I'm saying? She was mm -hmm. crying. Um, then, like, at midnight, we're thinking he was going to do a live and it's drop a, a statement matter. about what happened. And then, he can't talk on it. And then he going to drop. He can't talk okay, about but that it. Was, yeah. But that was, no, that was, no, that was after the fact because Megan was talking about it, but she was doing discreet. Then Tori Anything he said would have been comments. used. He's, he's, he's mm -hmm. the, yeah, so. he's the defendant in this case. Whatever comes out his mouth is going to hurt him. She could talk out she wants. No, but that's a fact. But as y'all was saying that Meg was capitalizing, so the fuck was he because... He, we thought he was he was gonna say a statement. Let's talk about and that. I, wait, let yeah. me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Yeah. All right. I think. When, she okay, finished? so I'm not gonna finish. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm really in my bag. My Go ahead. I was just gonna say that when he dropped, when we thought he was gonna say something about the matter, and then he dropped that whole album and was trying to capitalize, that shit was corny as fuck <laughs> to me. Like, nobody wants to hear no damn song. And then in the song, he gonna do a little sub about the thing. Like, what? That was just, that was corny, and that was fucking disrespectful on so many levels. And that's why he's, he can put billboards in Manhattan. Um, you only gotta, you only, you not, I don't see him lasting that long. So, like, you're, like, throwing yourself in the garbage, pretty much. That's how I feel. Go ahead. You don't see that. Go ahead, go ahead. crazy. You tripping. <laughs> you tripping. He, he has great music. I love Tori. I, I'm not going to say here, like, I love him, but his artistry, you know? Okay. Yeah. I can I say something? Cause the mediator. Okay, so I'm not. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. When it first started, I was like, when he first dropped the album, I was like, why would he do that? But then I had to really sit here and think. Like, forget the whole the whole capitalizing off of it and making money off of it. I feel like the reason he did it is because that's the only way we would have 
fully heard him out without being able to change his words. You know what I'm trying to say? With media. Yeah. And I think, like, he subbed it a lot because he honestly couldn't go in detail. Same thing with her. She didn't go in detail at all about it. But um, let me just ask y'all this. You got shot, allegedly, by the man you, you messing with. You telling the cops if if he was the one who shot you? Respectfully? Yeah. What the fuck? You just shot me, right. nigga. What you mean? Right. Kaylin, you telling the cops? That's, and that's what you asked me. Because I'm like, all right, I'm for you with the whole narrative of I'm protecting right. a black man. Of course she would use that at the moment. That's the perfect thing mm-hmm. to say. You feel me? Cause, but let's be real. We're in Beverly Hills. Liquor. This. That. Drugs, possibly. Like, niggas is lit. Mm-hmm. So, no. Mm-mm. I'm going to say this. The only way... <laughs> Stop. <laughs> you, no, I'm not to, you have to slap the tongue with this one. This is... When it comes to things of this nature, it's just a... I have to. It's just... I feel like the only way I'm not telling on him is if there was more to it. If I had some type of input that you know like led to it so i think that's what happened there's more to this story it's not like oh he just shot me that's what makes me think maybe there was a tussle maybe there was an argument you know what i'm trying to say like it's not black and white mm-hmm. as she's making it he wasn't he's he's not like a predator for us to cancel tory that's that's my whole thing on the matter but um protect black women because he didn't have problems prior to her like i've never heard anything about him like that in the media prior to her so it was just like a Tory. Like when I saw it, I was like, Tory, where did that come from? He do remind me of like a little man with anger issues though. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> I can see it. We've been talking for a hot minute, y'all. <laughs> I think we should take a quick little intermission and come right back into it. So stay tuned. I got the driven kid straight from the force. Mr. D.O.D.O. They know where it started. Yeah. She went on Netflix to chill. Fuck up the pill. Go in the store. Shop in the yard. Come to my crib. Take on my shirts. Pop on my perks. I'm sleeping my drawers. You two for two months, baby. Pull up a four. We both bust a nut. Now leave me alone. Man, we in Miami. We stay at the Mondrian. Yeah. We pull up to live in the colony. Welcome out to the party. The after party's out the party. The party again. Hundred bitches. Harley and he met. In my room is where the party begins. They take a fight to board boys. Time to catch a tan. Look. It's a few of my niggas that shit that stuck up in the jam. A few of my niggas, I can show you how to vibe, but I can't be a man. I feel like we just talked about a lot just now. Talked about Meg, Tori, the baby, Lil Baby, but we didn't really get to really talk about him. I feel like recently he's really been in the media as far as his you know his relationship goes if that's the relationship he's probably he's probably the only like one of the very few men that can cheat as many times as he did and have a loyal female like that's a relationship that that's her man (laughs) relationship you consider that a relationship 
Respectfully, there's no way she's being fully loyal because you're not that stupid. You can't be that stupid. No, I'm serious. There's no way you're that stupid. Nah. I think I think she's getting something out of it just as much as he is. So at this point, she's like, you know what? You do what you got to do. I'm going to do what I got to do. We're going to mm-hmm. keep it. Business. We're going to keep it yeah. for the media, but... I think outside of this, she's getting to the bag and not really worried about it, so. Right. Yeah, she definitely a boss, but in reality, that nigga would not be alive today if I was in her position. <laughs> I'm so serious. I don't play that. Sad to think that that's considered, like. And she's so uh, pretty. Like, she's so pretty. She's so, like, bright. Like, I don't understand. Like, if we cheating on that, like. What are we doing, guys? Like, and that's, that's what's your point? That's another thing. When that's these niggas be cheating, they be cheating with whatever uh, the fuck. Cause I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. The lights must have been off that night. Cause hello, oh, stop. No. <laughs> I'll be like, y'all are weird. But that's how men are. They're weird. Period. But um, I just don't uh, like how we normalize the whole cheating mm-hmm. thing. Now that's like, what I was gonna say. It's mm-hmm. just like. It's hashtag not my style. So they, <laughs> they consider it a part of the ups and downs of a right. relationship. And that's just, it's stupidity. That's what it is. It's stupidity. I think it makes it harder, not only when you're in the media, but like when you have kids in general. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I feel like that's the only time you could, in a way, compromise. But even then, I still, I'm not going to lie. That's really my deal breaker, cheating cheating yeah i'm not staying i'm sorry let's get into this what do you Mm -hmm. define as cheating all the above (laughs) (laughs) we didn't even say anything that's what i'm saying everything (laughs) everything anything no you can't do in front of me right 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 nigga Mm -hmm. cheating so cheating so is cheating is a deal breaker is it all of any any type of that's a deal breaker. Like, nah, we can't work this out. It's the fucking for me because oh, no, we the can, sexual we relationship. Yeah, we can crazy here. It's <laughs> as fuck. Crazy. Yeah, I gotta get a couple curses in there, just a little. I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry, mom. But it's but the it, it's the unprotected at that. These niggas be wilding. <laughs> nah, yeah, they double dipping and not even caring. Wait. Giving me all types of shit. Like, you're not finna be giving me all types of shit. You bugging. Nah, the double dipping got it. I didn't even... I just... <laughs> <laughs> she um, caught it late. <laughs> yeah, nah, yeah, it's just like... At, at that point, it's like, there's no respect for me. Hold mm. on. Hold on, hold on. Because this brings me to another question. Uh-oh. <sighs> Cheating, in general. Like, having sex with someone other than your partner. For a male and a female. Because males say they can have sex with someone and, oh, you know, I just had to basically get off a nut. As far as females, if you cheat and you have sex with another man, like, it's emotion, Like, it's emotions. So what y'all mm-hmm. think about that? Like, the double standard. It's always going to be like that, sadly. Only mm-hmm. if you got a real ass nigga that, like, understands, like, emotions are real, then, you know, huh. That's the one you should have in your life because some of these niggas is corny as hell. Um, I don't know why I'm getting in my bag like I've been hurt before like that, but um, she knows I just, she's... 
Show <laughs> that whole like happy relationship. She was ready right, too. I'm, I'm shout out to Bay. I ain't gonna put his name out there because y'all niggas don't need to know who the fuck he is. Um, <laughs> but um, I just like damn. What were we talking about? <laughs> what was we talking about? <laughs> what was we nah, talking? I'm crying. Oh yeah, I was just saying. I feel like it's always gonna be there. I don't know how. I it's feel gonna like just as males claim they can have sex with like men and have no relationships i think females are very capable of having no strings attached i think the problem comes in when like guys in general are not clear about their intentions and lead the female on Mm. to get in their pants so now it's like you came to me giving off like boyfriend energy and then once i gave myself to you that's it now you change now i'm the one bugging and taking Mm -hmm. Right. I think it all starts with how you guys decide to go about what y'all want to do. That's where it starts. Right. So, let's talk about this. Me and T, we talk about this. This is for real. Because I feel like a lot of young women like go through unnecessary stages with somebody you're not even with. Like, mm-hmm. you're talking. You're, you're not, this is not your boyfriend. This is, you're not married. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no ring. Like, you're free. I don't owe you an explanation if, if, like, especially if we really don't know what's going on. And that's where, like, like I said before, there has to be a conversation. Cause I'm not finna just be talking to you for eight, nine months and not knowing what we're doing. You're bugging. I'm just wasting right. time. Right. I think, um, like social media culture in general has a lot to do with that like when we see like celebrities and their baby mothers like the whole like um i think i'm getting off track actually the whole like ariana and g herbo like just her being a baby mother and like being like a rapper's wife like the whole marriage and the whole like celebrating relationships as like it's just for play it's like playing house that's mm-hmm. what it looked like a shout out to those women who have to go through that because they're strong as hell like honestly i can't mm-hmm. i can't do that i literally can't i don't think my mental's in the right place for that you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. And it fucks with the mental. And that's where I feel like guys don't know how to draw the line between just being an asshole and just flat out just just being a dick. Like, Mm -hmm. if you peep the girl, and that's another thing, you peep the the lady that you're messing with, like, you know you're not going to do nothing with her. You're not going to take her serious. Why mess with her mentally? Like, what do you get out of doing that? And then they're so confused when females switch up. Like, nah. Just... I can't wait till we have a male perspective because I dead want to hear. I really want to know. Stay, stay tuned because when that episode drops, it's going to be heat. I don't know how they're going to feel about this. I mean, definitely, like, when y'all hear this, let us know, like, the feedback. Like, do y'all agree? Like, we bugging? Like, do we come off as, we as in females, do females come off as if, like, we're one way in the beginning and we switch up and it's just on us or like, is it, do y'all really play with our heads and do that intentionally because y'all just feel like 
yeah, lack respect for just females in general. I feel like that's what it is. It's a respect. That's how they see it. I think they kind of see it more so like, no, okay, like this. You remember one time I told you if whatever, okay, whatever you show him in the beginning is what he's gonna go off of. So if you're telling him, oh, I'm not looking for nothing. You feel me? You pulling up and you you doing this, you doing that. You going out your way, but you're not looking for nothing. Mm -hmm. They're just going to go with the flow Mm -hmm. of you not wanting nothing. And for them, majority of time, that's fine with them. So it's really how you... Hmm. Like you know, you got y'all know what I'm trying to say. I I, I understand. I was just gonna say sometimes um that's how it starts. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like there's like things sometimes it does start off like we just chill mm-hmm. da, 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 and then it gets to okay, I'm starting to have feelings mm-hmm. for you. Like, you know, so I'm I don't I don't wanna say like from the beginning that's what it, that's what it is because when you start to like really like somebody them feelings get exactly. fucked up in the in the transition. Right. Then communication like gets messed up, and so I always say it's transparency. Mm-hmm. Like you got to kind of like update your per- the person you're with, like how you feeling. Not every day, but when you start to feel certain things, like voice that out because like it needs to be it needs to be known because then that's when the confusion. Well, hits. these niggas don't like those conversations. They don't. Yes. They don't. For some odd reason, it's like terrifying to them to have a conversation about what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like mm. they take it as like I think in their ears they hear, "Are we together?" And in reality, if I ever ask you a question of any nature of within that, I'm really asking you, "Are you comfortable?" Because mm. if you're comfortable and you're not, uh, how do I explain it? Like. Let's say we're talking, we're dating, you know, we're having fun and stuff. Are you comfortable with me talking to other people? That's really what I'm asking you. Right. Am I, you know, what are the boundaries, basically? Right. What are what are the boundaries? What are you comfortable with? What am I comfortable with? What can we compromise on? But see, they don't take it that way. They All they hear is, oh, she catch your feelings. Mm-hmm. Like, she's again but in reality i just want to see what what's going on so if i waste time i could do me in peace and maybe you could be around but you y'all don't even give us that option Mm -hmm. that's the problem i feel like that goes back to what i said where like guys just think that we're so emotionally attached where we can't like disattach if i'm asking you where's your head at if i'm asking you like not necessarily what are we, but what do you want to do with this? It's not, okay, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to trap you and I, I'm trying to make you say, are you my boyfriend or are you not my boyfriend? No, it's give me the option to be like, okay, he just wants to, to mess around. I'm not into that, so I'm going to move on. They're so scared mm-hmm. of losing the person that they play mind games. That's when the that's where I feel like there's a lack, lack of respect because now it's just like, you see, um, um, I'm sitting down to have this conversation with you to to get in a vulnerable state. And the fact that you can't keep it a book, that's where there's a lack of respect. Because for another female that they actually like or actually care about, they're going to protect their feelings at all costs. So if you're not moving that mm-hmm. way, there's a disconnect there. Right. Right. I agree. But unfortunately, that's just how this. I don't this know. Generation What's up with this generation like needs a relationship one-on-one course because what it is today is not what it's supposed to be. Toxicity is so. Let's talk about toxic it's culture. Okay. Let's talk about. Let's talk about that. 
I was just gonna say real quick, it's gotten so bad that we either we gotta like we got we got Ciara's prayer, we got Marion's patience, and now we got Lori Harvey's <laughs> Lori Harvey's blessing. That is so sad. I'm rocking with Ciara's uh, prayer, but honey. I'm like the fact the fact that we gotta pick which one we mm-hmm. want is crazy. Mm-hmm. And there's only two according according to their standards, of course. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, do y'all think in 2021 it's still cute or still okay to be that crazy female in a relationship? <laughs> Stop. I have to, because you know we're about to go with this. Because everybody claims they love being toxic. Go ahead. Wait, I think there's a difference between being crazy and toxic, mm-hmm. because when I when I met my boyfriend, I actually I actually told him I was crazy because I he if I was toxic, I don't think we could be in this relationship. Mm. But I definitely let him know if there's certain things that happen and you get a react and you get this reaction out of me, I done told you I was crazy. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I think there's a difference. But I feel like in 2021, they confuse that. Like, oh, if yeah, oh, okay. like oh, I'm trying to be the crazy girlfriend. I'm starting something every chance I get because. Like toxic relationships are cute, and like we just go on Mm-mm. have makeup sex and get over it, and it's a constant cycle. Like that is what I'm talking about. That's cute in the movies, in but real in real life, life it's not. draining. But go ahead. It's <laughs> like it's more like social media amplifies it. Like mm-hmm. let's take, and I I hate to bring this this person, or I don't even know if he's a, is he a real person, Justin LaBoy? Is that a real person? I haven't gone on his lives. I don't. He never shows his face. So, but he's okay. a real person now. Who is that? Okay. We don't even know you know, page on Instagram. He no. he be look at my phone, and then it's even funnier because it's Instagram. So like you see who's liking, and you're just like, wow, this is how y'all thinking. Like, I'm I'll be, never. I be weak. Like we, I'm not gonna lie. I be in the comments, instigating. Yeah, know me. I'm sure you do. <laughs> I'm weak, but even pages like that just amplify the toxic culture. And then every once in a while, he'll drop, you know, a gem. But it's like you're not really influencing the youth the the correct way. You're you're telling them it's okay, basically. And it's not. And y'all wonder why everybody got trust issues, emotional problems, and this, and depression, and this. nobody's dealing with their problems. You know what's so crazy? I just thought about it, because I'm like, as as much as I'm not, I don't want people to be in toxic, or I don't want to be a toxic girlfriend, I ain't gonna lie, I think it's kind of attractive when your guy's kind of like toxic, like the characteristics uh-huh. of like low-key low-key possessive or low-key like he gets angry when that does lie under toxic it does like if we like the actual word it like lies underneath that but I constantly mean, I prefer that like if like i'm not gonna oh, no 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 yeah like if we in a relationship okay, then go ahead, i'm sorry i didn't mean cut you off no, no, I was going to say that's definitely true. If it's consistent, then that shit is just weird. I'm saying like once mm-hmm. in a blue moon where you see your man's like, you know, he a little bit like jealous or a little bit possessive. I'm like, okay, that's low-key cute. Just don't have this, don't be doing this right. all the time. That's what right, I'm trying right, to say. That's So maybe maybe a little bit of toxic, maybe 1% of toxic. That's I'm considered off. like an episode. Like, I don't like that type of like energy around me because you bring in my frequency down and we're not having that, mm-hmm. you know? Cause then you 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 start messing with my head, even 
if it's not messing with me at the moment, eventually it'll start catching up and it's going to build up and we might get into a serious argument. That's how a toxic relationship starts. So the moment you peep it, you have to dead it or else it's going to keep going. And the more it goes, the worse it gets. So I'm not for none of that shit. What I do like, though, is a little sternness. Mm -hmm. Girls like saying aggression. I say sternness. Aggression is is more on the the obvious, aggressive side. Stern is more like he's leveled. He sees something. He's not going to hit you. He's not going to. He's just going to be like, stop Stop pulling me. (laughs) (laughs) Do it again, do it again, do it again. Something like that, yeah. a little choking, yeah. but not too stupid. Too Wait, excuse me? You heard her? <laughs> no, I, I didn't. I, 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 a little. Yeah, okay. we just got to it a whole nother bag. You better be choking me in the. You know, let me shut up. Right. I don't know like way to do it. <laughs> some people don't use some, people, some no. people be out here killing a girl in real life. Like stop what well, we're not even gonna talk about that. We're not gonna talk about we're that. Not, that's, that's a whole other episode. Um, nah, yeah. We, I mean it definitely depends on the personalities of the two. Cause if he's insecure and he getting jealous and he's trying to uh-huh. yeah. yeah, yeah. So you just gotta watch it and and see the the red flags. Enough about Ari and G Herbo. It really, really be NBA for me. NBA young boy. That him, <laughs> him, a fucking mess. That's what he is. Yo, no, how the- old is he? Isn't he like only 18, 19? What? I, don't I thought know. he was like, Isn't he 21? He just turned 21? I don't know for real. Hold on. Let me look. Cause oh, I don't yeah. know. That. No, let's fact check that. Oh, he but I think mean, he's twenty-one. He's younger than us, though. But he was starting his antics at like seventeen. We, we talk about NBA YoungBoy. Let's talk about the girls that mess with NBA YoungBoy because that's a whole conversation too. We'll be here all night. Mm. His fans know all his baby mama names, and I'm just like, are y'all proud to like? You know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah. that's not. That's not hot. That's not cute. It's not. It's not the tea. You're giving me so many Tamar Braxton moments right now. You know I love Tamar. I love me some (laughs) Tamar Braxton. I think she sings better than Beyonce. But and shout out to her because she went through a lot lot this year. You ain't hear that, Caitlyn? Right. Yeah, I'm just going over that. But you know what I'm saying. (laughs) She went went through a lot this year. So shout out to Tamar Braxton from. She's overcoming it. I love Tamar. Tamar and Tony. Don't get me started. The Braxtons, <laughs> we love you. The Braxton family values. But back to NBA young boy and his fifteen baby mamas. What you think about? What you think about the whole Yaya and Floyd Mayweather? I feel bad for the girls. For like, me, did y'all forget about the mugshot? <laughs> what mugshot? Dang, twenty twenty was crazy because this is a mugshot. Oh, yes, when she stabbed homegirl with the purple. Purple lace? It was not really cutting it for me. That lace was mm-mm. <laughs> no, nah, it was the before and after pictures because that shit was laid like two hours before. It was. Right. It was. Right. And then something happened. Right. She was stabbing niggas. What you mean? That's what happened. <laughs> Out here stabbing niggas for a nigga. Like she's face. Yo, that that 
that whole case is still not like taken care of. That's still in the works. She's really facing time. And for what? A, a man? Oh, I thought they closed the case. I didn't know that. She's definitely still facing time. She's. Mm-hmm. Dang. Mm-hmm. Who who else? Um, didn't somebody else just go to jail? For, I think oh. somebody. Oh, What's her name? Oh, the singer. The singer. Anne Marie. Yes. I who? love her. Yeah, and I had just got in tune with her too. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Wait, who? Probably like a year ago. They were jacking. Oh, oh Anne Marie. They were jacking that. Um. Anne Marie. Who the hell? She's a singer. You don't yeah, know Anne Marie? You heard her before. On a calm record, you heard her. Right. Oh, but what but is she? They do? were jacking that um that situation had to do with her best friend. Like the, the person she shot was her guy best friend. I was just like, what? What did he do? Like, do we still don't know the story on that? I thought that was her man. That's crazy. Nah. What's what how far are you going for a man? You shooting him? Shooting him and facing time, possibly? No. You killing him if he cheat on Oh respectfully. Hey, I feel like killing Caitlin doing it. I can see Yeah, Caitlin. I already told my mom. My mom said that's the stupidest thing you could ever do. But <laughs> right. um at that point I don't want to even see you breathe. So <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm so sorry. I've been told like everyone that like please don't be surprised. God forbid something happens, and the nigga's dead. Like I don't. Who? I told y'all. Oh, allegedly. Oh yeah. yeah. Hopefully yeah. this never. Hopefully this never happens. Allegedly. Yes. Allegedly. Oh yeah. Because God forbid, then they mm-hmm. got evidence. You know mm-hmm. what? Delete this you know, Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> delete this clip. This gonna be a blooper. Um. I love God, and I've always been. <laughs> I love God. I I've, hate you. I've never been that type of person to be violent, so I don't even know why that even came out. But, you know. <laughs> so. She plays too much. You okay, man? Ay, ay, ay. Nah. Kill him? Nah. I think the most I could possibly do, and I'm really not tapping into that because that's <laughs> really just crazy. The most I'll do is destroy something. Because right. I don't want to kill you, you know? Mm-hmm. I might slap you up punch you up but that's if you cheat let's see if it's something as petty as like house things like a you know house duties i'm not really you know not yeah cheating what would y'all do that's a question i think the scary part for me is that i don't know that's Mm. really scary you walk in you see him in your bed with a whole nother woman like what are you doing <laughs> That's really scary. That I don't know. Like oh, I want to say, I'm um, I'm packing myself and dipping, but I know in my heart that's not the fact. Like that's not the case. Um, what? No, I'm saying like the scary thing is I don't know. I want to say like as a woman, I'm I'm gonna pack my stuff and leave. But knowing myself and not just imagining that anger, I know that's probably not gonna be the case. So like it just. Um, him? Is that what you're implying? Or are you what? trying to say you taking him back? Because you confused me. No, no I'm not saying like, killing him, like, him, but something gonna happen. The, like something gonna happen. Like, that's district, that's beyond dish, in your bed. In my bed. In bed. You can't say you walking away. I'm sorry. You right. cannot say you walking away. 
We having an Angela Bassett moment. Exhale. Instead, oh, instead of your car, it's going to be you. <laughs> Allegedly. Exactly. Nah. So are y'all coming at the woman or y'all coming at the man? I'm coming at him. I'm All coming right. at everybody. What? Mm, she, she, yeah, I, I can't agree with that. Especially if she knows who I am. Like, if you know I'm in a relationship. See, that's different. Me. But even then, she don't owe you nothing. Respectfully. Respectfully. She owe you shit. Oh, no, she don't. But she gonna owe me her life after. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Allegedly. I, I don't have, yeah. I don't Allegedly. Have Allegedly. At that point, I'm not asking for shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even trying to have a conversation with you. It's like, <laughs> it's yeah. like you're done. <laughs> you're done. <laughs> Kaylin, Allegedly. start being the fist. Because you... you, t- you. <laughs> Yeah, she I going to jail, it. respectfully. You got to do it, though. I'm trying to help out. <laughs> yeah, my bell about to be set high. It's, I don't know. It's like, I feel like these men out here really just want us to be stupid, honestly. Just mm-hmm. stupid. Just walk all over us. Like, it's just not going to happen, Pooh. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm, I had a daddy in my life. I'm sorry. This yeah. just, and then that's another thing. They love to use that against a lot of these women. Like they'll, they'll just assume she's taking it because she has daddy issues. Like nah. And if anything, if she does, why are you like? You know, what I'm trying to say even it's amplifying the, respect the vibe. You have. That all goes back into respect. Someone who respects you is not doing it. Right. The lack of respect that they just have for some females. And you as a female has to be able to, like, look at the red flags and peep them. And not just see them, because a lot of us see red flags and ignore them. And I think mm-hmm. that's where the problem comes in. It's like we fall I, in love with the idea versus mm, what's in I front feel of like well, us. Forget the reality. Girls, yep. Us mm-hmm. girls, we need to start taking the advice that we give to our girlfriends and apply it to ourselves. Oh, girl. Mm-hmm. We give a whole rundown <laughs> to our girlfriends and then do the... Oh, at this point... <laughs> No, me and TV talking. <laughs> at this point, and I need to make some money off this shit. Right. Okay. No, seriously, seriously. Cause, I, and it's I'm not even gonna sit here and say it's it's easy talking and walking. Cause it's not. We're human mm-hmm. at the end of the day, and you're gonna go through you know trials and tribulations, and you're gonna go through times where you're like, oh, like is this nigga even worth it? Like. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I think that's where females get it a little mixed up. They're like, oh, well, maybe I'll stay around and see how it goes. But the more time you invest, the matter you are in the future when it doesn't work out. Because now you're like, damn, I didn't put all this time. Mm-hmm. It'd be the money for me. Fuck the time. It'd be the money yeah. for me where the money really resides. Like that <laughs> shit. No. But yeah. Right. Can we leave that in 2020 as females? Um, Just leave, like, the blatant disregard for... I feel like it's disregard for ourselves because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it's like, okay, this is why I want to leave in 2020, actually. The moving accordingly. (sighs) Let's, Let's talk about that because I feel like when we say... I he did this to me. I'm doing the same type. Of, that's like you Petty. have yeah a disregard for yourself because respectfully, how much time you wasted, how much energy you wasted for you to waste the next person's time, 
waste your time again is just stupid. So it's just mm-hmm. like, as females, we got to learn to level up. Like, whatever he don't see, the next man will see. And honestly, like... He already saw. Yeah, sometimes you got to take a break from all that. Like, if it didn't work out, it didn't work out. That don't mean move on to the next person. Focus right. on yourself a little. Quite honestly, I don't even feel like... I can't even say if it's not what one man can't see the other will I, these niggas be knowing they, be they, they know they see you're not stupid mm-hmm. like i'm not explaining i remember like uh i had a friend we had became friends after but when we first met like i was like oh he oh i was like oh <laughs> y'all know how we are <laughs> but never pursued i never could figure out why but this was back in, like, like my first year of college. Like, we became cool. He ended up telling me later, like, oh, you know, like, I never tapped in because I was a little intimidated. I'm like, of what? And that day really made me realize, like, these niggas be knowing. Like, mm-hmm. they already know what they're dealing with. They just the go ahead first. Yep. From the first conversation. Right. And it was actually a guy who told me that. Like, from the first conversation, they know. If they see themselves with you or not, if they want to mm-hmm. work, with you, like they know. So if, if they're wasting your time respectfully, it's because you're allowing them to, and and they know that you're gonna do that. It's just I don't know, man. Twenty twenty one level up. Like once you up your price, mm-hmm. don't be don't be afraid to tax them full price. You really gotta. That's the thing. You gotta up it. You already up there. Up it. Up there already. Twenty twenty one. We up in prices. Right. I don't know how y'all females do it. I'm gonna just say that. I really do. Oh yeah, because you're tired, so you're not really going through it. Yeah. 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 Must be nice. It's great over here, man. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I'm ready for that. I'm not gonna lie. I don't. I see myself obviously in the future doing all the good happy stuff, but I want to enjoy my prime. And I'm not gonna be out here throwing pussy, throwing Mm -hmm. claps. I'm not not gonna stop saying. Right. I'm not saying I'm trying to throw cheeks, but it, it wouldn't hurt just having one person around. But these these men, I don't know. That's not what they're looking for. Right. I think they say it, but that, that, that's not what they want. Yeah. Right. I think the disconnect is when you when you're not looking for something because like we're young and you actually decide to give somebody a time of day, knowing that mm. everybody doesn't get close to you. And then they mess it up. It's like, damn, like, I really messed up. Like, I got to focus on me for a little. <laughs> what am I doing? Mm-hmm. That's what it is, yeah. So. The wasting of the time, the money. Mm-hmm. It's the money for me. It's just the money. Like, mm-hmm. It's the fake Instagram goals for me. Like, everybody can have a relationship that's projected on social media. Right. That don't mean everything is good behind closed doors, and that's a problem. Like, like, like we said earlier, like social media amplifies toxic behavior, and apparently everybody's relationship goes. Mind you, you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. So, I think that was very, very, um, very um, important. The twenty, not important, twenty one, but just big and significant of 2021 social media in general we had cancel culture we had the whole toxic ideal we had um versus like social media was a big platform in in 2020 just because of mm-hmm. quarantine and being stuck in the house and glued to your phone 
even business wise, like Forex went crazy. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Yeah, I that's almost the, tapped in. Speaking of Forex, Caitlin. Yeah, that's the new plug. I'm I'm gonna hold up. I'm gonna tell y'all about it because in <laughs> the beginning, not. no, it's gonna take like maybe 30 seconds. Because in the beginning I was very like apprehensive and I really thought it was like a scam because I felt like everybody was doing it and they wasn't really showing I didn't feel like they were showing like the real until I had I, I reached out to my girl Gigi. Shout out to her. Um, where she, she put uh, me on yeah, and she yeah. like really broke it down for me. And right now, like the bag is looking healthy. Like, mm. And if y'all really want to tap into it, like hit up my social media because I will give you the real and, and it will get real professional over here because it's really about collecting that bag. I know. Um, shout out to Miss Shelly B. That's she was true. the one that made me really start thinking about it because she got in tuned and she's she's up in it. Mm-hmm. And I like how she goes about it because she's not like all in your face. Like, you know how some of these Forex people mm-hmm. like all, yeah, no, she's right. not like that. It's it's more of like if you run into her and you know she does it and in the moment you want to ask her, you know, she'll, she's just open to it. But she had me thinking about it. I was like, yeah, I might tap in soon. But takes time and dedication. Yeah, you actually, shout out to Michelle. Hmm? No, I say you got to be in a mindset for it. You got to be ready to take it in because it, it's not easy. Right. It actually is easy. And that's the thing that I don't think a lot of people understand. Like, <laughs> when you get the information, it's so easy to apply. Right. You just have to be disciplined. Yeah, that's like, what I, I meant, yeah. And shout out to Michelle, like um, Crystal said, because I just had a conversation with her last week, and she gave me more insight on what to like how to come into the business and how to like really stay 10 toes down. So mm-hmm. shout out to Michelle. I miss that girl. I hope she's doing good. Mm-hmm. What else? That was a, a real 2020 recap, but I feel like when the year started ending, that's when things started even just going like, it was more like a what the fuck, like King Vaughn. Oh, Interesting. Very interesting. Very interesting. That one hurt me too. Yeah. That one was so unexpected too. Like very again, I just got in tune. It's always once I get in tune, like <laughs> unfortunately. Unfortunately. And Chadwick, that one took that one took my breath away. Chad- Chadwick. Definitely. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, when those pictures of him first came about, I did think about it, but you never like to put that, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, that that type of yeah thought out there, but I was like, hmm, I hope everything's okay. And then, long and behold, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I definitely didn't jump to drugs as my first. I like, thought he was not what I thought it was. Yeah, I thought he was preparing for a role because I'm like, he's one of them actors that takes it there. So I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, he's right. he's preparing for a role, and then. Huh, it's so sad later. he got dragged too. Like, so, yeah. Social media. Everybody has an opinion. Why does your opinion matter? He, the money he touches, you probably can't even get near. Mm-hmm. And you're talking on his life. Like, who are you? You know. But, hey. Some of them actually apologized, which I feel like for like I feel for. I think Jess hilarious. She apologized. So I was like, that was mm. that was good of her. That was because sometimes you know comedians, you know that's their job to make fun. But sometimes like, they be, this is going yeah. too far. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So. Nah, yeah. King Vons was OD. Like even the video, I was just like, "Whoa!" <sighs> it's yeah. too many tragic deaths. Mm-hmm. Like 
I don't. I was gonna say like there's no more normal deaths, but like the way people were dying, the way people were dying now was like, oh nah, son, like, like I'm I'm just trying to die in my sleep when I'm 99 years old. Like, Back Texas, um, I hadn't, I never, I heard of him. I never tapped into him though. Mo, is that how you pronounce his name? Mo. I think it is Mo. You talking about? I was like, uh, wow, they really chased him, like. Mm-hmm chased him imagine being in your car being chased like it's giving rush hour like on some real like life or death situation and it's it was sad and then boosie got shot oh god i heard he got a mm -mm, not even but that man that man is crazy that man is crazy oh dude he's hella funny he is though his his lives were funny too oh yeah oh my god that's another thing of 2020 the lives are crazy our lives were crazy. Yeah, like, active too. Not gonna hold you. Very active. We yeah. had fun with that. Shout out yep. to Justina. Right. Giving out on cash there. prizes for ass shaking. I was just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. I was tuning in. They call it. Prize. I think we were just being funny with it. Like, yo, it's right, right. nothing. No, nah, it was. It was fun. Hella fun. Regibella. Oh, Reggie. Oh, Reggie. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, I miss us before like quarantine. Yeah, we used to be on a whole heels dance team. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because yeah. we just got close to like, like it was that like part, really. Was it the second semester? It was the second. Yeah. Semester. Basically, it was about to go to the second. Yeah, the second, second cycle. Semester. Yeah, that's crazy. Quarantine really. Corona just came and just updated like. Oh, on the weekend of my birthday, like. Cool. Yo, my birthday weekend? I didn't even get to really do the dinner because it messed it up, but we ended up doing the brunch the next day and that was lit. But everything got shut down right after. Yeah, you Literally just made the right timing. After. That was my last time like outside outside. Oh, I was outside. No, I'm saying like before everything got shut down. Oh yeah. Definitely. Yeah, because like the next day New York City was dry as yeah. hell. Right. Yo, like the city? 42nd Street? Oh, oh, you remember when we went? It was even dead then. Right, it was. And that was like in the right. summer. Yeah, that was like August. Like August, yeah. Oh, was fun. Oh. We had fun, yeah. Y'all, y'all had fun. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. Let, let me tell y'all audience, like, they was, about, they was about to be on the highway on some motorcycles <laughs> while I was just going to stand there and wait for my Uber. <laughs> Music video for me. Like, I really did a lot in quarantine. Like, oh, the a lot. Shout out to KB. Hey. Local Warbucks. Facts. Honestly, let me give him a real shout out. He <laughs> is one of the fact. main reasons why I even wanted to start this. Him and I, he, he's always encouraged me to do something with my voice. And he was like, yo, I think. I think you should start a podcast. And I was like, no, I don't think that's really me. And I was like, no, let me ask my girls. And y'all were like, what's the word? Yeah, he's super so shout out to him. Shout out to the Spark Boys. Y'all always come right. through. I feel like we didn't even really, like, finish talking about the whole Trump situation. Like, we kind of slipped past that because it was too heavy at the time. But let's let's bring that one back. As far as like the impeachment, then the U.S. Capitol recently, okay. right? So it's the second impeachment for me. Like let <laughs> let this man 
This man ha- should have been impeached from the get-go. If they would have took the first one serious. Serious, right. And, right. and now he's being investigated. And I'm like, now? <laughs> this should have happened a long time ago. Laugh <laughs> for me. Mm. So, I mean, with, despite the impeachment, or besides the impeachment, what do you think about um, Joe Biden and Camilla? <sighs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is this is not tea this is the real <laughs> right i don't i don't like kamala what? and i don't like biden yeah yeah hell yeah i'm white yeah her chest got okay. bigger <laughs> hell yeah i'm gonna speak with my chest with this one i'm sensitive i'm sensitive i don't like neither one of them why what's honest. going on what's going on Kamala's black Okay. We see a little color, and now she's just speaking for the whole entire black community. Even with Wait, people what? really not gonna like my opinion. Even with Obama, you about to yeah, you about to lose. You about to lose some, You gonna lose some of our supporters. Hold up, I'm a slander. Never that, because at the end of the day, he was the first black president. But she's the first black vice president. I'm, I'm female. Coming. I'm, I'm really? coming. I'm coming. Charlotte, hi. Right. Come on. Go. The only reason why America accepted the fact that she was a female was because that was really their last resort. They're not bringing Trump back. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, that was their last resort because we had Hillary against Trump and they didn't, they didn't want her. And then that whole Russian situation where he, but that's another situation. But Moral of the story is when they did votes, popular vote showed they was like basically 50-50. If you really look at the like the analytics, they were just 50-50 it with it. A, a little. It was it was a mean turn Hillary. Hmm. Wait, with the whole Hillary and um and Trump. 50-50. No, like, it was not 50-50. I'm saying like I'm talking more of like opinion, like, huh? How do I explain it? Obviously, within go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Comes, yeah, when it comes to like the white community or the the one that we know about, <laughs> mm-hmm. they were so for Trump, but because of the fact that Hillary's Hillary, she's a woman. Yes, they're Republican, but you get what I'm trying to say is ten times more because she's a woman. They're not ready for that. That's a big change. So they're yeah. like, oh, well, last time she couldn't get, become president. Then maybe this time we can make somebody at, maybe VP and get it started. I feel like that's the momentum the Democrats were really going for outside of like Trump, right. you know, having to get out of office. But that, that's definitely why Joe Biden picked her. I mean, I, I, I will say, in my opinion, a lot of people say, well, they, well, he just picked her because she's a woman and she's black, so he's going to get votes. Mm-hmm. I do think of the candidate, she was qualified. That's a fact. Like, let's not lose sight of that. Thank you. Qualified. Very much so qualified for the position as well. Mm-hmm. Let's, 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 let's get rid of the, oh, she's black and she's a woman. Same thing with Obama. A lot of people just, oh, he won because he was black. Mm. Mm, they wasn't ready for that neither. They had no choice. They was coming out of a recession. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but 
That's like. a whole I was I was happy. I'm not gonna hold you. I was happy. That definitely was too. That was a moment I was very proud and it was I it was it was actually my first election voting. It took me some time oh. to get to the finish line, but oh, wow. huh? I said, oh wow. Yeah, so it it also mm-hmm. made me feel really good. All of you voted? Huh? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I had to. This was like one of this one. You voted? I I couldn't I couldn't vote. Why? <laughs> it it wasn't uh, like I said, oh, I feel like people are really not gonna like me. I don't care though. I couldn't pick. Uncensored, uncensored. Uncensored oh, I couldn't pick. You gotta clarify that, sis. Yeah, yeah. Social media, vote. Everybody, go out for 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 Biden. And uh, let me tell you something. Unfortunately, then this is why I didn't vote. I'll vote for an open racist before I vote for. Oh, you losing me? Listen, listen. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. A covered chief, like a covered like. He won majority vote. Because he had a black woman running with him. Let's be real. And because y'all wanted Trump out so... Well, we wanted Trump out so bad. You feel me? Outside of that, like... He's been in... In the... He's been in politics for a minute now. The Biden is not new. And if you go back and you you listen to his old um, tapes, his old interviews... Like, this man is racist. And now all of a sudden... You know what I'm trying to say? No, I, I I definitely feel you on that. But I feel like where you losing me a little bit is the not voting just because, like, one is an open racist compared to one is, like, a sheltered racist. Factors. I don't feel <laughs> like neither one of them are genuine. But that's... <laughs> Listen. I'm really passionate about the whole voting thing because a lot of people, especially, like, the younger generation mm-hmm. who's able to doesn't vote like if you're giving the opportunity to to tip the scale in any way shape or form especially in 2020 knowing the president we had right that's right. your question and at this point it's choosing the lesser of two evils like so see, I understand. we shouldn't have that that's the problem that's why i didn't vote that's exactly why i didn't vote i shouldn't have to but that's sadly, it's Crystal. That's duty. how the game goes. It's always been the lesser. Everyone's pretty. I just take a step back, and every time I do see there's a a candidate worthy of my vote, because reality is like, if the vote matters so much, then why do we treat it so loosely? Like you're just giving him a vote. That's how I think of it. Uh, you're just giving him a vote because you want Trump out. Okay, let me let me give you some insight on maybe why I would, and maybe you can, because I I saw the videos. I I personally don't think that Biden is at all an angel or a saint, and is not our savior. Mm-hmm. But but given the circumstances, <laughs> it's the chips for me. No, it's, um, it's just candy, y'all. Um, I know, I know, I know, I know. Sorry, sorry. But given the circumstances, like think about your president as this. He's supposed to be a leader, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people like Trump because he's such a great business person. At the end of the day, you're the face of, of the America, country. Yep. So I would not want an open racist at all. I was being be very dramatic when I said that. Obviously, we don't want a racist in office. But I'm Tom saying, Wink. covered. You know what I'm trying to say? Somebody I, undercover I as a 
to someone just Listen, being open, like it's being fake and being real. And that's how I view it. But think about it like this, Crystal. Like, like this. I get what, like you were exaggerating, but I'm using that to prove a point. Right. As an open racist, as a president, because he is an open racist. That part is not exaggerated. He is. Mm-hmm. If you have an open racist that's your president, you have one other countries that's looking at us, hating us, taking us as a mockery, and two, you have a bunch of internal conflicts that your president is basically letting slide because he himself is an open racist. So that's why you have the things that are happening now, like the storming at the Capitol. Yeah, you have stuff like that. You have like even even when Corona started and him calling it the China disease. Mm-hmm. You know how like hard that was on the Chinese Americans, okay. like. Like things like that, you're that's your danger. I hear you, but see, those are other factors of why I wouldn't vote for him. So you vote against him to get him exactly. You you just side with that person just because I know he's leaving. Like what? Because then y'all not thinking of the, the the aftermath. Like what comes after? Like okay, Biden comes in. Now what? Like what are and then so, uh, some people, I would ask people, because I'm like, because I know, I know what they both stand for. So I'm like, what, what makes you want to vote for them anyway? Well, I just want Trump out. Like, it's, what about after Trump comes out? Okay, let's say he, well, he, he came, he's coming out, but I'm saying like at that time, you know, what if he yeah. out and nothing really happens? Like Biden's going to come that's, and do what? That's definitely true. But then. That's you putting less faith in the president and more faith in your Congress. That's why mm. you have to in those elections as well. Right. So voting, the whole idea of voting, when people say, oh, I'm not going to vote because of this, that, that has to be erased because people just don't vote in general. Mm-hmm. And then, that's why legislations don't get pushed or, or this one gets pushed over that one. Biden alone can't change anything. Mm-hmm. He could promise us the world. And give us two cents. You know what I'm trying to say? That's the only one I didn't vote. Just president. I just, I looked. I'm like, ah, I just. just, Yeah. And honestly, I don't reside with neither one of those parties. Like, I'm more of an independent. Right. Yeah. Not definitely. I mean, I will say, like, versus me growing up and just learning about Democratic and Republicans, like, a lot of stuff that's been happening in the news media now is, is making me say, okay, what actually am I? Because I, I know, obviously, like, Republicans will only... You could be black and be a Republican. People don't understand that. Like, a lot of the parties are based on income or based on your class. Uh-huh. Like, you really have to sit down and, 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 and understand what right, each party is and what you want to be. Because it, it's not a game. It's, it's, it's <laughs> as life. you can see, 20 is your life. Yeah, I think a lot of people are ignorant when it comes to class association because... Mm-hmm. They they think okay a Republican racist bigot all these things and so, like you said sometimes it has to actually do with most of the time it has to do with finances like financial yeah. hierarchy and a lot mm-hmm. of Republicans um I don't want to say a lot because uh, I don't know the number but not all I can say mm-hmm. this not all Republicans voted for Trump and not all Democrats mm-hmm. voted for Biden so people need mm-hmm. to stop being yeah. ignorant people like switched, only yeah because a lot of people yeah. don't a lot of people just think oh Republican oh you're a Trump supporter oh Democrat you're jo-. like mm-hmm. it's not like that it's really not like parties pretty much I wish we can throw those away because like it, right. it only it's only like divide our country to, so bad especially with, cap- especially with capitalism but yeah that's based off of um your views too like sometimes I listen to people talk and I'm like technically you're a Republican but 
your vote goes to Democrats because you don't resonate with whoever's in power at that right. time. Right. The Republic, right. Yeah. right. That's the reality. Yeah. Like even my pops, I hear him talk and I'm like, oh, you sound like a Republican. But when it comes to certain things like um healthcare benefits and things of that nature, like, you know, he'll be like and then I'll be like, All right, he sounds like a Democrat, but yeah. And you gotta remember too, like you could be a Democrat and not be so far left. Mm-hmm. Like there's radically Democratic or radically Republican, like there's a fine line and people cross that all the time. All the time. But you you don't have to necessarily be neutral. You can still have your grounds and whatever you have your grounds in. But it becomes a problem when you just so far left or so far right, and that's what people don't understand as well. Right. But yeah. Politics is always like a heavy topic. Always, always, always. And a lot of people can't have a mature conversation like we're having. Like, if this was anywhere else, we would have been screaming at you. Ah, How you could know you say that? You were open. Right. You were vote for open racist? Like, right, yeah, yeah. It's, it's right. a really figure of speech. Like, I'm really speaking in between the lines. Yeah. But, right. enough about that. Let's, let's get into your segment. Because I remember when we was coming up with these, and I was like, ooh, I can't wait for TTs. This is more like with the people. But go ahead, let us know what it's about. Right. So, my segment is going to be called Talk with Titi, and basically, I'm giving a chance for our listeners and our supporters, our audience, to have more of an intimate role in the conversation. So, I'll be providing polls on Instagram and on our social media platforms and questions that you guys can answer and get feedback on, and I'm going to address them here. So, one of the questions that I did ask a while back was, what's your checklist for a good friend? And I got a lot of different responses. Um a lot of people said loyalty. Loyalty was definitely one. That's one of mine, too. I'm huge on loyalty. Um, one person said something that I thought was very different. They said genius. Gen- geniusness. Okay. I'm weak. So no stupidity. Gotcha. Why are you talking about, like, like oh, mm-hmm. okay, bet, 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 bet. Basically having, like, friends. I took it, all, like, as basically having friends on the same wavelength as you. Like, you see how we all kind of mm-hmm. have the same mindset? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because whoever you hang around is basically the type of person that you are. That's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah, that was really good. Um, Someone said, good vibes, ability to be real with each other, and wanting the best for for one another. I think that's great because, like, yeah, got to keep each other motivated. Right. Um, What else we have? Dependable, fun, funny, of course. No dull, dull moments. Can't have those. And, oh, Krista, you actually answered. You said. I did. When we have each other's, mm-hmm, when you, we have each other's best interest at heart, people don't hold We're it down like that well, no more. Yeah, that's, you a know fact. that's a that's fact. That's a fact. I think that was people the don't. one. Like, I have uh, to teach people how to be a friend. I feel like those are things that you learn growing up in preschool, kindergarten. You know what I mean? Like. You see somebody, you're like, oh, my God, you're my friend. Da, da, da. Like, those little things start when you're younger. So it's really, when I, when, I, when I come across people, the first thing I do is always just sit and analyze what vibe they're really on. Because everybody was raised differently. Everybody has different values. It's like, I can't go based off of what I know. I got to kind of take a step back and just evaluate how you operate. And that's when I feel like you really mm-hmm. find a friend. 
if they could put up with your shit. Yeah. That's a whole fact. That I'm is sorry. Fact. That I don't know how funny. y'all deal with me. <laughs> right. I was just going to say vice versa. Because. No. I feel like a lot of the times, like, we expect people to move how mm-hmm. we move, and that's just not the case. Mm, that's so we all raised differently. Mm-hmm. I think that's how, so like, that's how I low-key lost friends mm. because mm. Um, the way I move is a little different than I'm not going to be all up in your face all the time. Some friends <laughs> need that attention to the point, like, it's it's too much for me. It's overbearing. So, and I, no boundaries. Yes. And it's not that I... It's not that I'm not here for you. It's just like I I need some time. I need some space to breathe too. You know what I'm saying? Like, so mm-hmm. I, I had to learn to be a little bit like I'm here for you, but I'm 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 not your mother. You know what I'm saying? So I, I definitely had to learn. I had to take some lessons with friends. Not saying I was. They were always in the wrong. I was sometimes in the wrong. But you know, that's one thing I'm huge on is like mm-hmm. space and like boundaries. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think. That's when you you realize who your closest friends and who your best friends are. When y'all can take breaks and not talk to each other and come back. Right, right. Best friend, we don't talk every day. We talk, yeah, but when we talk, it's like nothing happened. It's just snap right back into it. But that's how they should be. I think, yeah, I think we all have that. Mm -hmm. Like, we definitely, definitely have a friend that you don't have to even talk to. But when you see them, it's like, it's like it, like you just Mm -hmm. saw them yesterday, low key. Mm-hmm. And that's when like you, know. you can have friends in different states. Like when y'all come back to each other, it's like y'all was y'all y'all was home the the whole time. What's right, the checklist right, though? Right, right, the question right. was about a checklist. Like what? On me specifically, I'm just throwing the question out there because we answer. Um, I feel like I definitely shouldn't ask you to check on me but if you if you're my friend you have to check in because i'm i'm just that person that's always there when someone else needs me and i feel like me being that person i don't get it's not reciprocated all the time so i definitely need you to just mm. check in check in on me once in a while like because if it's the people who smile the, the most the people who who laugh the most who definitely need, need the most attention mm-hmm. and i think we forget that so that's that's on my checklist, because the rest is gonna fall in place. Because if you're if you're checking in on somebody, that means you're loyal. Like, like I'm gonna make sure she's good. I'm 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 gonna always be there. I could definitely agree with you on that one. Definitely, I do need checkups, but I I can't sit there and say like there's a full like checklist. But my main three is really just respect, loyalty, and honesty. Like. That's about it. Respect because without respect, like where's where's the friendship? Like I feel like sometimes people, like I said, everybody has a different walk of life. Everybody everybody comes from a different walk of life. So your values are different from mine. I have to now like not learn your values, but I have to be accustomed to your values. I have to be like, okay, well, well, she doesn't see this this way, or he doesn't see this this way, and vice versa. So there has to be an underlining of respect that the friendship grows from like it starts. The basis of the friendship starts from respect, loyalty, definitely, because without loyalty, where are you really going? And then as far as honesty goes, there has to be trust there, 
because you're so-called a friend of mine. I need to be able to trust you. If I can't trust you, then there's no friendship. So I really don't know how people be bouncing back from like the the unnecessary, the the slip ups, the the fights. I've never had like a real fight with my best for friend, me, and she's been around for I more than eleven energies, years. Like, we don't like have serious arguments. There's no like, such thing. So when it comes to like, a checklist, I can't give you like friend. a full if checklist, but that's my common. main three when it comes to a friendship. If we have things in common, if your personality is fun, go, fun and outgoing, mm-hmm. if you like the same things I like, I think we're, we're going to be friends. Now, best friends or like, that's just on the level of just we're friends. Best friends definitely have to be a level of loyalty and there better not be no shit talking. Ooh. Ooh. Like on any, <sighs> on any level. <laughs> there has been so many so-called friends who I've heard talk that's shit behind my back and I'm like, oh, you were my friend though. Oh, okay, right. bet. Right. Like, I, I don't know who, what, what book you read, but that's not what a friend is. That's a, fo- <laughs> that's a whole foe. So they missed the chapter. That's all. I they definitely did. I have a follow-up question. Then, can you be friends with someone who's friends with the ops? Uh, oh, I like this one. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that's so that's, that's, that's the question. Go let ahead. Me get on this. <laughs> <laughs> get on this was there responses to that because i want to know what, what the people yeah say. what did people say i just thought of that off top oh, okay. okay that's a good ass question right. who wants to go y'all want to go first damn um i think about it for a second i mean yeah, that's I'm... actually you have to think about that okay you want to marinate i feel like only the reason we have to think about that because mm-hmm. like it puts you in a position it's mm-hmm. not even about like I can claim you as my friend, but now I'm looking crazy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's a, it's I don't old- necessarily laugh at all. I think, in my opinion, where it becomes hard—not even hard, but nah—it's a little difficult because, like, if you're friends with my up, that means you're comfortable around them. That means they're comfortable around you to say whatever they want to say about me. Now mm. that puts you in a sticky position because. You gonna let them talk? You gonna defend me? Like, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's I, I, a friendship. Yep. I Whether or not like, you hold it down when I'm not around, that's a fact. Loyalty lie. Now oh, I'm looking I, at you like you really her friend, or you really you gotta now you gotta pick and choose, but you have to make me feel secure enough with this friendship that I'm gonna be like, I. Right, that's a little friend or whatever. But that's oh, that's you, you know you know what I got confused with your question. I'm thinking. Or maybe I didn't. I'm thinking like when you said op, I'm like someone, not your op, like someone who I already told you I'm not fucking with this, da, da, da. I thought you meant like, uh, I thought okay. you meant like over, like around the block, this person is not the one to talk to. Not someone like you, oh. you personally know. No, I, I meant like, oh, okay. like your op, like someone that you don't bang with. Like, you know, they talk about you when you're not there. I probably have conflicts before, but that's her friend too. Like, I mean, see if you, now that you know the question, you could go ahead answer. Oh yeah, that's a no go. That's not happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Cause the, you at that point, it's like I already know you talking shit about me. If you're so comfortable to talk shit about for to even listen, I hear when people be like, "Oh, but I was just trying to get T sis so I can come back to you." I'm like, "Okay, but did you dead it? No." Is that excuse? You know what I'm saying? And even right. that, like the fact that you had to go through all that, like you could have just been mm-hmm. like. It's just too much. And I think some girls like like that. Like they feed off that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, at that point, once I see you get entertained from this shit, it's pretty much a wrap. 
That's quick, yep. Yeah. yeah. Tom got time for that. I'm quick. Oh, I'm quick. Oh, we with know. The cutoffs, <laughs> baby girl. Oh, we know, baby girl. But how are y'all with the cutoffs? Do you tell the person I'm not fucking with you, or you just like it's just done? Because I'm the person I don't tell you shit. It's just I'm like, not telling you. But if you bold <laughs> enough to ask me after you knew what you did, then baby girl, mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to put you in your place. But. I don't have time to sit there and exude energy right, on right. something that's not. I, am I making money? We we talking money? We talking numbers? Mm-hmm. You feel me? Am I getting something out of this? Am I getting knowledge? A degree? Something? No. So what the fuck am I exuding the energy for? No, I'm good. So nah, cause I, I just know there's some people who be like, you didn't even keep it real. You could have just told me. And I'm like, I didn't have to tell you. Knew what you did. Why? Like, and why do you saying? feel like I owe you that? Right. That's they just want. It's a it's a lot of attention. It's a right. lot of attention it is. that I'm, I'm not worth getting. That I'm not if your mama and your daddy didn't give you that, that's not my problem. I'm sorry. Right. Crystal so. said, "I'm in my bag tonight." It's <laughs> <laughs> the first episode. <laughs> Welcome to Ladies Uncensored, <laughs> the podcast. Yes, <laughs> the podcast. Thanks. Respectfully. So I feel like that's something that we could all pull on our checklist then. A friend that brings no drama. Yeah. But you have hard to find. They're not. Like okay. Oh. I think I think drama appeals when th- it turns into he say, she say, they say, we say, he say, they say. Like that's mm-hmm. where drama comes in. Maybe. Unless there's a dude involved, and you know how those situations go. Nah. I also oh, like. What? Do you? Oh, sorry. Um, no, I was gonna say me personally. Like, I also need a friend that is. She can't be. She or he can't be insecure because from from that insecurity will spring envy, and that's a whole problem in itself. When your Wait, friend you- is, is sneak hating on you. Mm. Well, you're talking about insecure in what way? Because everyone's insecure about something. I was but about what do to you say mean? that. What do you mean insecure? I think she means within the friendship. In, in, insecure with themselves in general. You can have... Oh. Everybody has flaws, yes, but not everybody's insecure. Like, like you can... Y'all really? Two, y'all two females are not insecure females. I I definitely have insecurities. I think I've voiced insecurities, but you're not insecure. Everybody has flaws that they look down upon, but you know, like I don't let that have enough self esteem to be comfortable with yourself to not say okay, like she's doing that and that. I'm jealous of her. You know what I'm trying to say? Insecurity spring envy. So that's why I feel like I need a solid friend who who is comfortable with themselves. Okay, or if that you're makes not comfortable, sense. at least, like, let me help you. Don't think that, you know, anything that I'm doing is, like... Against you. Yeah. Against you or always trying to pull out your flaws. Oh, that's another one. I hate people who always call out your flaws. Mm. You're not my friend. Give, give, right. an, give, give, an, give an example. Like, there's some people who do it, like... Sneaky, like mm-hmm. in a sly way. Yep. Let's say when I was 
I'm going to use an example. It's kind of personal, but it's not all the way true. I'm going to, like, hype it up in order. I'm going to exaggerate it in order to fit into the circumstance. Okay, okay. So when I was younger, I was very tall. I was very insecure with my height at some point, right? So if I know that and we get into it, like, if we in public, don't say, like, a joke about my height because you oh, know okay. how I feel about that. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Or, like, if, if let's say, like, I have a birthmark on my face that I don't like. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Don't, it's something don't, I'm insecure about and you right. just want to put on blast. Yeah, you're not my friend. You're not my friend. Yeah. I mean, in private. Yeah, I was going to say. Could, you know, like, joke. we could joke about it. Like, all mm-hmm. my cousins know I hate, I hate my forehead. So don't say that shit in, you feel me, in public when you're, like, they're not stupid enough to do that. But that's one of my, like, pet peeves. Right, like, right, right. I hate my forehead. Like, I can't exaggerate it. It's like... Why would you even do that? Like, <laughs> I think it, I, it only, like I said, it has to be in private. And I have to have known you for years. You know what I'm saying? For you to even talk like that. Yeah. Right? Like, if it's, like, been, like, a couple months, a couple, like, it got to be, like, since childhood. I'm not going to even hold you. Because it's, like, at that point, like, you know, Man. we grew up together. Like, we, we for the jokes. But if it's in, um, it's definitely different when it's in public. Because I'm, like, now you just being spiteful. Right. Well, you just being funny. You, you, you want to put on a show. Yeah. You gotta watch out for it when it's in private, though, because that's what I mean. Like, people be sneaky about it. They'll say it like a joke, but they know what they're doing. Like, if you're constantly doing it, that's, it's not funny no more. Like, what do you, you know what I'm trying to say? It's not gonna be real funny the moment I start, you feel me, getting a little crazy. Right. Yeah. You don't want me to open my mouth and tell you how you are. Like, <laughs> I think after you're like, you know, when you hit that, all right, chill, chill, chill. That's when it should be deaded. If you right, keep going, exactly. that's when I'll be like, all right, you're actually bugging right now. Right. That's a good question. Thanks. I have a question based on TT's thing that comes mm-hmm. off. Do you guys have different um qualities that you have for a male friend versus a female friend, or it's mm. or is it the that's same? A good question. Oh, when it comes to guy friends, depending on how close we are, like, I expect you to have a certain sternness. Like, okay, I'll use my guy best friend. If, God forbid, one day we out, somebody says a slick, like, comment, remark. I'm ex- I'm not expecting you to fight old dude, but I'm expecting you to say something. Mm, okay. You know, because I don't feel like violence solves everything, but the sternness that we were talking about earlier, I definitely need that in a in a guy friend, yeah. Especially if we outside. Me and you, we go outside, we have fun. Anything could happen at any time. And like you said, like you can't stress loyalty enough. So God forbid something pops off with you one day, we outside, a girl come up to you, you feel me talking crazy. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something. Like I'm gonna look at you for confirmation. Like, are you okay with me jumping in? And if you're fine, tag me in the fuck not the tag in yeah, <laughs> now what she said <laughs> oh, okay oh, okay okay I definitely, I definitely agree um that's a hard question i feel like i hold them to the same standards i feel like with guys it comes a little tricky especially like if if like you're an attractive female because a lot of guys try to cross that boundary so I feel mm-hmm. like if I'm considering you a friend and I've made that very clear that that's all it will be, I feel like if we're alone or if we're um, in a more intimate setting, like if we're chilling in the house or chilling somewhere alone, wherever, 
Like if you start to cross that boundary and it make me feel uncomfortable, that's where we can't be friends. You can't be a guy and I don't feel comfortable around you. Cause honestly, growing up, like I really only dealt with guys. Like I was a ten boy. I didn't have a lot of female friends. So oh, that was me up until like sixth, seventh grade. Right. My best friend, my girl best friend made me a girly girl because I was not the crystal that y'all are used to. I wasn't either. I wasn't yeah. you wouldn't expect me to be in pageants if you knew me like in middle school at all. Mm. No, I've always been this way. <laughs> I'm not going to not case, man. <laughs> I've always been this way. I've always had girlfriends more than boyfriends, so I'm like um really? Yeah, because I'm the girly like, girl, so I'm always been like any anything we playing dolls today, bet I'm coming over your house. Like I wasn't playing basketball or doing football. I wasn't mm-hmm. talking about I wasn't talking about sports. I'm talking about Disney Channel and Nassau Ravens. So like guys wasn't really Damn. talking about that. I was half and half. So, I feel like it wasn't until college that I started meeting guy friends. I'm like, oh, we have interests, we have com- we like have stuff in common. Oh, I mm-hmm. bet that's so when I was like, uh, yeah, that's for when mm-hmm. I started getting friends. I'm like half and half with the with the guys and the girls. Like I feel like growing up, obviously most girls had girls around. I feel like when I tapped into like high school. I don't know. It was like the girls were so catty within themselves that it just made me just, you know what I mean? But I was still cool with them. And then college. That's actually true. That's actually true. College, I just kind of, I don't know. It's like half and half for me. Because can't be around female energy all the time. I don't want to talk about makeup and all that shit all the time. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I want to tap into basketball or I want to, you know, just... Especially yeah. if you lived in the dorms, you were so happy to see just talk to a guy because I'm telling you. <laughs> oh damn, I didn't live in the dorms. It was just horrible. You'd be like, mm. I, because in my mind, I'm like, oh, it's gonna be a sisterhood. We're gonna have fun, and I'm like, hold mm. up, never mind. Y'all are on some other, some <laughs> other stuff. <laughs> I, I think. think for me, oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, you good. You good. No, I think for me, growing up, especially like, I always chill with guys. Not only because like I was a tomboy. But their sense of humor is very different. High key. Like, they laugh at the, like, the silliest things, but I be weak as hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the vibes I, I prefer to be around sometimes. Most of the time, honestly. It's like, some some females can't take a joke. Now we fighting. Like, what? That's a fact. It was never that serious. Oh, add that to the checklist. You got to have a good sense of humor because I'm very sarcastic. Especially New Yorkers, like. Very sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, that's how we grew up. But yeah, this is definitely the type of content that I'm looking for, the substance that I want to talk about within my Talk With TT segment. So definitely stay tuned and look out for the polls and the questions on our social media platforms. Follow us not only on our personal pages, but on the podcast page, because... Facts. We want to hear y'all voices. We got some questions. We want you guys to be included in this. Stay tuned. We definitely need y'all input. All right. With that being said, I'm going to pass this off to Caitlin. She got another good segment for y'all. I hope it's good because it's about to get only because you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. This part of the segment is pretty much how I feel. I don't know if it's going to be too blunt, too dry, too sarcastic, but like I said, it is what it is. So I'm going to just talk about pretty much anything that's on my mind. So currently, you know, I just graduated college. We're going to put a little claps, but low key. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. But I'm gonna let y'all know. I'm gonna give y'all the real because life after college isn't what people expect it to be. 
And I want you to know that it's okay to be going through mm-hmm. what you have to go through. I know TT and Crystal, you guys hmm. are still in college. Shout out for y'all pushing it through because I don't know how y'all are doing it, especially with these online right. classes. And I really want to shout out to all the students who are doing online classes because I've heard the stories. I've heard what y'all are going through. And it's just ridiculous. But I just want to let y'all know, like, life after college is it's going to be a transition period. It can be either really good or really bad, but you have to really be positive in the moment. I'm going to tell you about mine. So far, it's only been seven months since I graduated. So mind you, I'm like a newbie, but it was pretty much like a downfall. As positive as I try to be, life after college was hard. I I do blame COVID, but I, I try not to, like be in that avenue because then I'm going to just keep making scapegoats for myself and keep blaming things for my situation. But you have to understand that after college, things may not be set up for you the way you expect it to be. So it is okay, but it's all about the grind and the hustle. If you want something for yourself, you have to really go for it. Like in that moment after college, you have no, you have no clutch. Like college was my clutch. Like I, I can always say, oh, I'm doing school. So I can't do this. Oh, I have a test. I can't do this. I have extra curriculum activities. I can't do this. After college, you're either trying to find an apartment, trying to find a career, or you're moving back mm-hmm. home to figure yourself out. Me, I had to move back home to figure myself out, but I have no more excuses. It's time to Period. get the money and get to where I want to be and I want to become thank you period because I'm trying to tell you like this stuff is hard as hell and I can only imagine like oh like all the other students who have to go through this because I really thought it was just me I thought it was just me I thought like my life was pretty much over like nothing was happening for me I'm working a part-time job and I just thought like this was gonna be my life it's not don't think that about yourself it's only the beginning yes you have to struggle, but for or you, in order for you to struggle, well, in order for you to get to the better side of things, you have to struggle. That's just a part of life. Sadly, that's why I say it is what it is. But we, but one thing I want to let you guys know and encourage y'all is that it's okay. Like, honestly, it's okay to be where you're at right now. If you feel discouraged, if you feel like you're not in a place where you're motivated, it's okay. But you have to find mm-hmm. something to motivate you to get you out of that position because you don't want to be in that position forever. You don't want to look back 20 years ago and be like, damn, when I was 22, I only, I only had a little bit on my mind. Look where I'm at now. You know what I'm saying? So I'm always trying to, I'm trying to, I'm still in it too. I'm not saying right now I'm the spokesperson for, for, um, what's the word? Um, what's the word I'm trying to look for? Um, the spokesperson for like immediate success or, Yes, yeah. Like I'm not saying I'm at the top right now. I'm I'm literally climbing, but it's gonna take right. one step at a time. And that's where I wanna ask you and Crystal, like, how are you guys feeling about are you guys at the end of your college career? That you is guys good, ain't done? It? Like how is that for you? Mm-hmm. Cause I don't know. I don't know how, how we really sure is all the time. Honestly, any college student uh student, sorry, sticks through it. It's hard. It's hard. Mm-hmm. The crying, the mm-hmm. late nights, the mm-hmm. the essays. Oh Jesus, the essays, the the essays, the math. Oh the math. But we doing <laughs> it. Um, I always. It's really, it's really. A, no, you're good. You're good. No, I was gonna say like I always remind myself to trust the process and I'm very I want to say I'm very spiritual so I don't want to get too heavy into this but I always say God gives his 
mm-hmm. toughest battles to his strongest people. Right. So he's not gonna give you more than you can handle. Mm-hmm. Like for me, especially like wanting to be a lawyer. That's I'm in my last year, um, my last semester of college, but I still have mm-hmm. three more years of law school. Like it's only gonna get tougher. So you really just like Caitlin said, right. you have to find that source of motivation. You have to find something that wakes you up every day and keeps you going. Because if not, yeah, you're gonna be real stuck. It's, it's gonna be like a funk. It's not you're the gonna be stuck. Yeah. The last thing yeah. you want to do is to regret anything. I'm so, in, yeah. Technically, I would have graduated this year, but I ended up minoring in chemistry, so I have to take a couple more at, uh, classes. But still on track. Yeah, I'm still on track. Nothing I'll bad. But I will say it's not easy. The journey mm-hmm. is differently. Liter- it's literally a journey. <clears throat> they wasn't joking when they called it a journey. It's literally mm-hmm. a, a journey. It's it's hard. It's it's lonely sometimes. I find myself lonely sometimes. Yeah. Very. But doing it. And yeah. I think our I think our generation wants success so bad. Everybody's like, hungry. See, like, we are hungry. That's just from what like right. we are hungry and I feel like we get to a point where we put too That's much true. on ourselves. And like, cause I've seen myself do that all the time. And I'm like, and I also right now, not even right now, for a long time, I've, I've I know always you mean, compared though. myself mm. to others. Not like I'm hating on them, right. but like, I'm like, like, I'm like, dang, I'm trying to be where they're at. Like, what am I doing wrong? And then I would get mad at myself. Like, Caitlin, you're not doing, you're not doing enough. And then instead of that being a motivation, like, okay, Caitlin, let's work. It would be like, you know what, Caitlin, I guess it's not for you. And I would like end up being in a funk, being depressed, not right. doing anything. Mm-hmm. And which was, I now that I think I'm, I'm like, that was so stupid because in that in that moment, Caitlin, that could have been like the fuel on your foot. I get mad, you know, when I, yeah. That's why I always try to tell people like those moments of doubts are kind of like a blessing because it's like it makes you realize how much and you temporary. really want it and how much the how very much you temporary. have to fight for it. You know, like majority of the things yeah. that we stress about two two weeks, three weeks. Later from that date, like you are not thinking about it, so it's like try not to spend so right. much time on like something so small that could be fixed in the future or near. So yeah, that's definitely college of us. Mhm. It's like think about it like this: every time you go through something crazy, just remind yourself how sweeter success is going to take because you went through those rainy days, right? And at the same time, like Kaylin said, the whole comparing yourself to other people, this goes back to the whole trusted process. Everybody's journey is different. We get so fixated on our end goal because we know what we want to be and what we want to do in life that we miss out on the the baby steps in between. That's what I meant earlier by like, I don't feel like a relationship is like a priority right now. My mind is on grind. I need money in order to supply for a relationship. Because like I said, time is spent, but it'd be the money for me. (laughs) These dates are not, they're not cheap. So, and that's another thing. You can't just be having him pay for anything. But that's a, that's a whole nother episode. What what from TT and Crystal have been saying is pretty much like 
I think a lot of people have been telling me this. It's like been throughout my whole college career and now. Like the struggle you're going through now is going to be like a small mm-hmm. chapter in your book. You see what I'm saying? Like this moment will not, like Crystal says, not going to last forever. Like we have to, and T said, trust the process. It's going to be hard. It's going to be that hard pill to swallow. But I'm telling you in the next, the next 10 years or the next five years, wherever your goal wants to be, because I hate also people saying, well, in the next 20 years, you'll be fine. If your mm-hmm. goal is in the next five years, the next six months, then let it be right. that way. No one should put a no one should put a time limit on your success. I don't. I, that's another thing I don't like where people be like, well, in your 20s now, when you my mm-hmm. dad is always known for this. My dad's very old school. So he's like, when you're when you're older, yep, da, 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 and I'm like, I'm yep. not trying to wait that right. long. No offense, but. So it, mm-hmm. it's it's all about trusting mm-hmm. the process, but it's all about how much you want it. Like if you really want it, you gonna work your ass off every day. Like mm-hmm. there's there's no days off no more. Like it's time, and that's what college was for me. Like college was like the time where I was just lagging, and I was also the kind mm-hmm. of girl who was waiting for opportunities to come to come to me. Now that I'm out of college, I'm trying to create these opportunities. Hand it to you because I've learned that everything don't come Especially like everything is not served is on a so silver important. plate. Yes, I mean, like it doesn't work that way. Technically, you really should be networking in college, which is why, like, towards my, mm-hmm. I'll say my sophomore, like, the the ending, so spring semester of sophomore year, I was like, mm-hmm. yo, let me get in tune real quick. I got to separate myself from everything, get my mind right, start getting prepared for the next two years, and I'm happy I did. Mm-hmm. Tapped into a lot, and quarantine helped with that. Oh, D. Yeah. So, definitely networking that's crazy that you said that about networking because I came into college already knowing what I wanted to do I wanted to um do modeling I wanted to like um be an entertainer I wanted to do streams I want to do hosting but because you know I come from a predominantly black family my mom and dad were like yeah you're Not going there are. for either medical or um or lawyer yeah, so and I was actually good at science. So I'm not going to say oh they like it wasn't it was stupid of me to do science. Like I had some type of interest in it. It just was never like the long goal. But because I had that pressure in my family, I try to tell us to all college students like when you go to college, that's literally for you. You're not doing that for your parents um affirmation. Yes, it makes them happy after you get the diploma, after you get the diploma, after you get the um, bachelor's. But after that, where are you? That's where I am now. I gave mm-hmm. them the paper. Now I'm sitting here looking stupid. Well, not now, but I'm saying in that moment, I'm like, dang, that whole time I could have been working for what I wanted, but I was mm-hmm. technically waiting. I was trying to make them proud, and that's okay. You can you can make your parents proud, but you know what makes them proud mm-hmm. when you succeed from what you want to do. As much as they say, I think once you, I think they like to see. As much as you can talk to talk, they like to see the walk. You want, they want to see you actually do it. My mom's been that person because as much as I told her I wanted to do modeling, it wasn't until I booked my first fashion for New York Fashion Week when she was like, oh, shit, she, like, she can actually do this. And I was like, dang, the whole time right. all I had to do was show her and she would have been on board. So th- that's another thing. Like pretty much you have to like when you enter college, not even college, but when you mm-hmm. want something, do it for yourself and do it for no one else. And a lot of people may disagree because sometimes, you know, your parents are the ones who broke their back to just get you where you are. But I promise you, like, if you really mm-hmm. want this, it's not just going like to help that. you, it's going to help everyone. Like, everyone's going to eat. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, we don't we don't set the table just for yourself. I think it's that's for everybody. the goal. Like, when you make it so. to the top, to have the people who was there for you at the top with you as well. 
But um, definitely, like, being a college student and then having friends that didn't go to college and are, like, kind of feel stuck, in a sense, with life. Like, I definitely always tell them, especially, like, every day is a new day to rewrite your chapter. Like, every day is a new day, essentially, to start over. Mm. It's a new 24. Like, what you do with it is up to you. You can sit here. You can be mad about the position you're in. Or you could take steps to move forward. And I think that goes back to, like, even what Crystal said about the whole, like, stop moping over like the small moments because think about it like we all just expressed like parts of our college experience that we felt like lonely like when i went to when i first went to st john's i did not like it i saw white people only i'm so sorry (laughs) i'm a criminal justice major that's the only people i saw i did not see the black community Mm -hmm. i wanted to chance like originally i was supposed to be at hampton i wanted to go to the hbcu Mm -hmm. i got accepted but because circumstances i couldn't go my second year, mm. I decided to get a job. I worked super hard, like OD, OD hours. I was not on campus at all. Junior yeah. year, I said, look, what am I doing? I'm in college. I'm getting my education, but I'm not networking at all. Like, I know nobody on campus. So that's when I joined the live vets. That's when I met you guys. Look where I am mm-hmm. now. Like, every day is a new day to start over. Don't get so fixated on where you are or the end goal. Work through that. So I think just that's a constant reminder. I hope that didn't go over anybody's right. head. I think right. what you know, coming from such an African household that hearing what you guys are saying is so resonating to me. Like, especially Caitlin with the whole going to school for what you want to do. Because mm-hmm. African parents, oh, oh, African parents? That's all they talk about. You're either a lawyer, a nurse, <laughs> an engineer, a doctor, mm. anything of that field. Yeah. But I don't get mad because I see why. it It's a, what's the proper term? It's guaranteed money. And that's, the, that's all they're looking for. They want to make sure that by the time their time is up, where, because, you know, my parents want to go back home. They're like, mm, look, my dad's already talking. He's like, retirement? I'm out. I need you to be on time and basically. I need you to be making money by the time I'm gone. And I don't blame him. He just wants to make sure I, yeah. I'm valid. There's security there. So I hear him. It's just how yeah. they go about it. Because like Caitlin said, like she, her mom waited to see yeah. whether or not her daughter really had the potential. But let's be real. Had she started using you and see like when she when she started seeing you talk about that when you were younger, she should have took you more serious. You probably would have been doing something in, in that field by now. You probably wouldn't have even having you, you wouldn't have oh you probably wouldn't have even had to go to college. You probably would have just been in the field tapping into yeah. it more now yeah. that you're older. But That's- Yeah, which is crazy. Now, I don't I always I always joke around my mom like, "Mom, I blame you for where I'm at." It's always a joke, but it's some type of truth there. Only because when I was younger, that's literally all I did. And I like she took my hobbies as a hobby. When I was taking my hobbies like, "This is what I want to do." So I was in ballet, I was in dance, I was in choir, I was singing, and she was like, she, I think she thought Mm-mm. it was like, "Oh, when she, this, she's a little girl, this is cute, all this." And then there was an opera, there was an opportunity um I started acting and I um, went for a casting call for Disney Channel and I got a call back in sixth grade 
And because I'm young, I don't have a say. So like, oh, I want to do it. She deaded it because she was like, you need to go to middle school. I mean, I was in fifth grade and she was like, yeah, you need to go to middle school and all this stuff. So I couldn't even like say, mom, like, this is what I want to do. Because at that point she was, you know, you're, you're young. You're, you can only have so much control about what you want in life. Um, so that was something that I, mm-hmm. I, I really mm-hmm. wish I had a voice in that moment because right. I feel like that could have changed my whole life. Um, mm-hmm. But at the same mm-hmm. time, God plans everything for a reason. So I, I try not to like settle on that moment. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm trying to make something of myself now instead of like saying when I was, you know mm-hmm. how like them old school people be like, mind well, you, we're still young, young. I used to do this, this and that. So, like, I did it when I was young. Right, right. I'll be forgetting. Right. And we have to remember that too. I think social media social media be make aging us. Girl, like, the, the make fourteen year olds like now I look completely different, different from when I was fourteen, right. I wish I would have a lace front when I was fourteen. What? I still had the mix out. <laughs> until like That's I was sixteen. Bag. I got my ears pierced when I was like eighteen. Like little stuff like mm-hmm. the thing hearing stories is a little it resonates in a sense, but in a way, I'm kind of glad that I, I didn't go through exactly what you guys went through. My mom was extremely overprotective. When I was younger, I didn't get it. I'm thankful for it now. But even though she was overprotective in a sense of like me as a person, like being her baby girl, she was very open to anything I liked. If I wanted to dance, she made sure she was paying money to to make sure that I was dancing. And she she made sure like, okay, this is something that you could do. She put me in mm-hmm. positions to do it. Like I went to auditions and mm-hmm. stuff. I got out of that. I wanted to do basketball. She went to all my games. She was super supportive with anything I wanted to do. And I think because of that, I was so able, I was able to like dip my foot in a bunch of different things and see what I like. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I'm, I'm in this predicament where I am now. Okay. You've always been open. I like- yeah. Right. I always had the I like- ideas. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Even with right. TV, you mentioned Disney. I got a call back. Never went. My dad mm-hmm. was like, oh, no, we're not doing that. You're going to school. Same shit. I was like, damn, I wish I... I look back and I'm like, I, I would have been raving. But Crystal, you yeah. know what I mean? I feel like my personality is big enough for it. Yeah, I see what you mean. But I never got to tap into it. But look, it's always a new day. Things always a new day. Up. Things will definitely start coming as long as... I just want to finish mm-hmm. school, though. Get it out the way. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys seen... Yeah, that's, yeah. I don't know if you've seen the clip of Iman. He was on a podcast and he was talking about how how he, oh, like, yeah. gasses his, his children. Mm-hmm. Like, he's saying whatever they want to do. That's I was like, and that's what I was like, dang, I wish my mom was that person. I'm like, and he was pretty much saying, like, if if I see my my child mm-hmm. tell me that they like this, they like, I'm going to gas it. But I'm not going to gas it to the point where I'm, like, it's, like, delusion where I'm making right. them seem like they can get this done. But I'm going to gas them and give them some knowledge. Give them, right. like, you can get this done, but you have to do A, B, C, D. Like, this is not going to, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like if my mom would have, like, my mom was supportive. Like, like T.T. said, like, her mom put her in things. My mom put me in things, but then mm-hmm. she just didn't. I don't think she think it was gonna last. Right. She was like, it was just for this time. Yes. So like it was, and Iman is pretty much like, no, like I'm gonna build you from the beginning, and I'm. That's one thing that I like took from that. I'm like, that's what I'm gonna do for my children. Like if they like something, we don't go hundred for it. You know that it episode no of that the Cosby point. Show? You know what I'm saying? This, this is why I'm such like mm-hmm. a '90s and '80s fanatic. Like. 
the television back then actually helped instill values in children. Nowadays, uh, yeah. who do they look up to? Ari That's Fletcher? That's a fact. Her that That's who they look up to. Right. Episodes back then right. had content where it, it could be, where it was always relatable, like 100%. Now everything I've got to be about music and mm-hmm. these unrealistic scenarios, which is our, which is cool, no but it doesn't like it's well, not going to help nobody. You know what I'm saying? Oh, go ahead. Like even with that's a raven. Oh, one second. Oh, and I was like, because I knew you said that's a raven. Like you can see yourself. That's a raven was um had both. Like hers had content, but it's also like unrealistic with the whole psychic, you know, thing. Um, something to grab the mm-hmm. um the audience, it but it also good. still had substance i feel like after that things after that it just like mm-hmm. things fell off for a lot of children's tv but i don't i don't know because i also don't watch children's tv I but after, i just like, feel like after Zach that thing because did they yeah. come, Ooh, they that came after hannah or before hannah they were Zach and cody was but they still had no, the spin-off that, yeah, that, that was, was after right, and even theirs that one was good too yeah, yeah. But I was that whole era, like once they start stop drawing the little Disney Channel figure on the clear. TV, it was clear. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm um, that one episode of the Cosby Show. You remember when Rudy, um, she wanted to play football, and her mom was like, "No, not my baby." Claire was like, "I'm not having my baby play. What if she gets hurt?" And Cliff is like, "If she gets hurt, she gets hurt." She has to get up. Right. But in that mm. moment, her mom's like, uh-uh, that's my baby. Like, mm-mm. And dad's like, well, she's going to have to grow up. This is what she wants to do. I was just like, hmm. That's that's the way you raise your kids. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like when you do it like that, you make them more of a well-rounded character. Because mm-hmm. think about it like this. And this, like, I really sat down the other day. And I think this was after the conversation I had with you in the car. Mm-hmm. When I was just thinking about my future and stuff, like I thank my mom because she she put me in dance. She got me used to a stage. Mm-hmm. I'm not shy to be, you know, be out there. She put me in pageants. That's the whole platform itself. She noticed at a young age I like to debate. She got me like when we was in the house. She would constantly like she argue with you me. Get like me. That. Right, Stay right. So think about it like this. Not only am I used to being like a formal figure, that's 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 pivotal for being a businesswoman. Mm. Now me having my own pageant and going into law, I could be I could have like be able to do the law contracts for my business. Like it's just things like that makes you a well-rounded person that a lot of parents don't think about. They won't put her in one thing and 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 let her or him go as far as they can with that. You know what it is? The world it has to do no with limit. The hustle mentality. That's all it is. Like, I remember you you said, like, like the way you think, a lot of people don't think that way when it comes to income. You can't just have one stream of income. You got to find another way. I don't care what it is. It has to be another way. Because what if that income fails? Like, mm-hmm. for instance, I want to be a doctor. Let's say, God forbid, a, a pandemic hits. I'm home. I mean... That wouldn't really happen because they probably need me, but let's just say it was to happen. Yeah. <laughs> let's say it was to happen. Right. Comments would have went crazy like this. She just hear what she just said. 
Right. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. Let's say if it did happen, Not yeah, <laughs> like the pandemic really stopped me from working. Right. Now what? I'm depending on mm-hmm. the government. And then they have to pass laws just to get this going, bills passed and this and that. Like it's just a whole process when I could just be streaming income from somewhere else. So right. it's a Oh, I was just gonna say it's a you that fall, was definitely you get back up. There's oh, sorry. no there's no in between. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was gonna say that's why quarantine was like if you think about the positive like effects of quarantine, like that was one thing that people had to realize. Like what you're doing now, it may not hold you for a lifetime. Like you have to make sure you got other things set up for you because mm-hmm. God forbid something happens, that's an you need to make sure you're good. Especially athletes, because so, like, a lot of athletes, yeah, especially true. let's just use an example: a basketball player. They eat, breathe, sleep, ball. Mm-hmm. The second your ankle, your your knee mm-hmm. go is shot. What are you doing? You're going to do a, be a sports commentator? Not every athlete becomes a sports commentator. Now, who's that, who's that athlete who's poor now? Delonte? Delonte West? I think he played for Celtics, too. It's that light-skinned dude. Mm-hmm. I felt so bad for him. But I think he's yeah. getting help because his, his video went viral. And he I is think getting help. One of his old teammates. Yeah. Like, even but those, like that. But those situations are real. Those situations are real. He couldn't get up. The and the, the pressure. Like, imagine him being so rich and just going poor. Like, that's just the whole conversation in yeah. itself. We're not taught how to manage money. <laughs> we don't know. In the black community, especially, we don't know the At little secrets, the little, the little gifts for gas and tricks to, to get the most out of. I can't lie. My, my dad. Here's where parents. This where this where I say your parents. Yeah, are really people who are supposed to be teaching that. That that was their whole purpose of life. They're supposed to come help Um, teach you. You come help. I feel like that's. It's also on the school systems because you have a lot of poor parents who have kids, so they don't know about money themselves. I feel like that's that's courses that should be taught in class. If not even in class, there's barely any electives like that in college. It's sad. Mm-hmm. Right. I took it in I took it in high school. And you shouldn't have to pay for that information too. It should be in public schools as well. But of course. Why would they teach you that? That's a business. Right. It's a business. That's how they make their money. We live in a capitalist society, so like college is a business. Yes. Capitalism, yeah, capitalism in my opinion, bitch. will always be the root of racism. <sighs> Oh, oh my oh, god institutional racism yes. that's at, at least we all agree on that because i've had so many conversations where people disagree like, <laughs> there's nothing ignorance. that you could say that could rebuttal what i just said i'm just, I'm just so sorry I there's literally that, yeah. nothing you could say but nah it is what it is. But it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. That's <laughs> what that was good. We did. Dang, I'm really proud of us. We talked about a lot today. We talked about a they lot. Better. Hopefully they love it. We did. Again, <laughs> Y'all better love it. Y'all better love it. No, it's playing. We got spicy. <laughs> we got deep. We got intellectual. Thing. We got motivational. We got it we all. We did. So. Proud of us. <laughs> we talked about everything under the sun. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> 
as the sun is coming up. Because I just looked up, I just looked out my window. Right, it is six forty-seven a.m. But we putting in this work for y'all, and we really appreciate appreciate for the people who are tuning in and tell your friends, tell your mother, tell your cousin, tell your baby daddy, all of us. A baby daddy because this is just the beginning this is really just the beginning. episode one episode one wait hold up wait oh one question just one question what's that you think they handled it respectfully this was episode one they have no choice right big facts i mean well they gonna have to tune in for more because they couldn't handle this and i wonder what they could really handle Stay tuned. This is Ladies Uncensored Vision, the podcast. Today's episode was sponsored by Sisters with Power Foundation. Follow them on Instagram at SWP Foundation. And be sure to tune in every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern with your hosts, Caitlin, Titi, and Crystal. No, you can't play me, must be crazy. I'm in my bag, Birkin, and I know you mad, hurting. From the same city as Cardi and Nikki. I'm nasty like Kim, but I'm gangster like Remy. My bitch is realer than your realest niggas. I'm an echo fool when I'm off of the Henny. I'm feeling like Puffy, I'm all about Benji's. You bitches is talking, y'all dirty and dingy. Ayy, hey, holla, ayy, hey, holla. Wanna wake up, baddie. No Dr. Miami, chatty. Don't sleep.